we're going live. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Hello. Hello. And oh, because Joe is we're here. Yes, Where's Joe is on track tonight. <laughs> Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPR and discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future anthology. From 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories, L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. To the Ayatollahs of Iran and every terrorist you enable, listen up. You might have met our fresh-faced flower child president and his weak-kneed Ivy League friends, but you haven't met America. You haven't met the heartland where the people will defend this nation with their bloody, calloused, bare hands. That's what it takes. You haven't met the steel workers and the hard rock miners or the swamp folks in Cajun country who can wrestle a full grown gator <coughs> out of the water. You haven't met the farmers, the cowboys, the loggers, and the truck drivers. You don't know the mountain men who live off the land or the brave cops who fight the good fight in the urban war zones. No, you've never met America, and you ought to pray you never do. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm the <laughs> safest place. Damn. Oh man, he was he was rough, man. Yeah, early Daniels. I don't know if your volume yeah. was up all the way on that. I could barely hear it, but yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I turned it up. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Way it, um, you you know, I, heard, I, heard, I heard 
just Robert. something something a little different you know it's um what was that brucey no i mean well, i mean it's, it's funny he mentions guys wrestling alligators out of the swamps because the people actually do that for a living yeah they do that in yeah, your neck of the woods for a living. In fact it's a tv show um, um you know and they only do it there, three months a year or whatever but still would you want to invade a country that has a dude like Troy Landry, who can wrestle a eight foot long alligator out of the swamp <laughs> barehanded. Hell no. no, I'm not going anywhere near those people. <laughs> that's what nuclear bombs are for. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, hey, we're not going down to the bayou. Screw this. <laughs> um, no, so Johnny, I played that. I, I always play something, some patriotic song. There's actually a piece we had a clip. I can't find the song. It was really good. It was something like this that they did. It was really, really good. I'll find it eventually. We were playing it a while back. I'll have to go through the archives and find it. Um, well, no, because, you know, don't. So bottom line is, you, you know, you all know the big yellow flag a bit on tread on us. That's just what it comes to. Leave us to go alone and we will basically leave you to go alone. You start pissing us off. Okay, so today, fucking <laughs> run Chinese. So Chinese got ships out there. The USS Johnson, it's cruising along. So it's cruising like this, and there's a Chinese ship coming this way, and there's a Chinese ship on this side going this way. The Johnson decides, and I don't know why it decided this, it just punched it, left the guy on the right side in the dust, just cut across in front of the other Chinese vessel like they weren't even freaking there. They just, whatever this, I didn't know them ships were that fast, man. Um, it, it got up and was hauling ass like, yeah, uh-huh, come catch us see what happens to you they did it on purpose and usually we're not that provocative we use that's usually a chinese man like that but in this case the u.s is like say we're just trying to box him and and johnson's like you don't have the power to do that let me show you what's going to really happen next and uh, and it did and there's a lot of things there's a lot of mixed messages going on the chinese just sent president fufu uh, a, a letter saying they want to be our friends and how great we are and blah, 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 blah. But yet they're deploying ships to the Mediterranean. Yeah. It's kind of what counter. Kind of, what kind of ship was it that we, we, we sped up and, and split? What, what, was uh, it, a it was, uh, there was a, uh, I can actually find them. It's in, um, it's in one of the articles. I'll have to pull it up out of, out of the list in a minute, but it's, um, what the hell was it? So if it's a short, fast ship like a frigate, or you know, no, these were smaller. decent size. These, these were they, they might have been, no, they might have been a little bit bigger. Frigates are pretty they're, big. They're bigger than you think. They hold yeah, about no, what, they, they 150 people. Yeah, I, yeah. I think they got rid of the frigates. To be honest with you, well, we're, we're talking about the Chinese. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. They might have. It's. Um, I'm not really up to date on what the current Navy complement is right now. I should probably look that up. I do have a book I on. I think we have 370 ships currently. You know, 30 years ago. <laughs> Sorry, John Goodwin just got back into LA. <laughs> oh, hey, welcome back, John. Uh, everyone, you're home. We are live. Sorry, guys. Just taking a break. There's a friend getting back in from England. And not just in Germany. Hopefully, he is yeah. full of beer, hot dogs, and uh, what's his other Brought favorite thing? What was he going like 10 days or something? Like, I'm not worried. Yeah. Oh, fish and chips. Hope you got lots of fish and chips and then yeah. hot dogs over there. He was a uh, Frankfurter, Germany, London, I, England. You know, uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about Trump and, and the things, but right now we're just, I mean, we're talking about this, what went on with this. And then, of course, um, we've now officially got 2,000 troops on the ground in Israel, which just, what the is that about? 
We were talking uh, about that on my previous show just about 20, 30 minutes ago. It, yeah. I don't think it's good news at all. I, look, I think it's stupidity is what it is. The Hamas war starting off that, you know, they can't believe that that uh, Israel had such a lapse in intelligence to for this attack to go on. Mm, and I, um, I wonder about that, too. Now think about this. Think about this. Israel is a, a country that's smaller than the city of New York. It is square footage wise. I think it's no bigger than New York. Has the same amount of people, 9 million people. Their intelligence spy network and level of technology is our it's at our level. They just don't have as much resources as we do. They're not as rich of a country, but their spy network is as at least as good, if not better than ours. And we're sending troops onto the ground. That means that it's going to escalate and, and very soon and not in a very pleasant way. Well, so now, according to this BS, there um, these are training troops. Just how we got stuck in Vietnam, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. So we got people who we're going to train. What are we training them for? Their whole entire military is supplied by the United States. I mean, what is it exact? They're on joint missions with us. What kind of bullshit is this? And look, Americans, I know lately the country's been a little on the dumb downside. I'm not exactly sure where. Too much internet, too much coffee. I don't know what the hell it is. Too much marijuana is something. Um, but pay attention. You don't. You don't. You don't put. You don't put any. Amer there should be no American troops on the ground in Israel. This is not our war. So now, it if Hamas or Hezbollah, who's going to get war. in, yeah, well, now if Hamas or Hezbollah decides, oh, well, Americans, there, let's kill a couple hundred, well, screw that, then what's the next thing we're going to do? We're going to bomb everybody in the Stone Age like we did to Iraq and Iran. Iraq still ain't recovered from what? This was in 2022, 2026. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, and what? And Russia's over there talking shit. Well, as far as we know, Putin's had a heart attack, and then all his people said no, but yet, Something from the hospital leak saying, oh, yes, he most certainly did, and he almost didn't make it. So I don't know who you're going to believe, man. Why well, he might still be there. I said, I don't know what the hell's going on. And it's worse than that. Now we're going to get in this article later on. The Russian people are starting to turn on him. They want him gone. They want the, actually, they well, call it the time. Kremlin regime. Oh, really? Yeah, they really? want the Kremlin regime gone is what they're saying. Wow. They should have started that back when they first invaded Crimea, what, five, six well, years but, ago? But you couldn't, but saying anything against, I mean, come on. He, Putin was having people knocked off who uh, had money like Buku out of their ass, small country kind of money. Yeah, but I mean, and if his whole country were to speak up, he can't have the whole country. No, they well, did. He, could. I mean, he yeah, wouldn't no, last they, long. I mean, what would happen to Hitler? In, in, um, <laughs> in the second election, when they, when they decided that he could, that they went from four years to six years and then he could run for another two terms. That the country tried to stop that, but it didn't happen. Um, yeah. Oh, well, just, yeah. we say the same thing about our country. You know, why doesn't everybody get mad and say stuff about things? When sometimes we do, but it, it doesn't always work. You know, I mean, it's hard to get millions of people to, first of all, to agree on one thing, mm. and then two, to agree to speak up about it for another and, and to be public about it. So that's, those are three huge hurdles to even get any of the things that are going bad in the world even spoken about. Yeah, they. Uh, let me see if we can find this article from earlier today. Uh, actually, on the, our pages, people, that you'll have you'll see all of the different uh, stuff we're going to be talking about tonight, plus stuff that is actually coming up live. Like the main killer uh, was found dead; he killed himself, cowardly effing bastard. Was uh, he? Did he do that in his house? I don't know. I haven't read the whole article. I just, just, I mean, yeah, I, I just as we were coming on live, I, it popped on my screen right as so we. Were was, yeah, exactly. Live. Was it suicide or was it suicide by police? You know, we, we no. It, it sounds like it sounds like it was suicide by him, but uh, at yeah, least that's what it's. That's cowardly. Uh, 
Yeah, that's, if you want to offer uh, something, just offer yourself. Why do you have to go and kill sixty some or injure sixty some odd people and kill what twenty three? Yeah, somewhere around there. It's um, yeah. well, people, and then first they oh, it's the gun. There's no man. It's middle hell. Is got a good thing to do with a gun? He he just if we didn't have guns, he'd just made a bomb and blew people up. This guy wanted to kill people. That's all there was to it. He was, and it seemed like most of the people he was killing was places where he went with his ex-wife. So he might have just made some pipe bombs and just went to all these places instead of the gun. Um, Remember, ladies and gentlemen, we sell fireworks. Anybody can do it. And remember, people have cars. You you can buy gunpowder by the bulk, just the gunpowder, at almost any sporting goods place that sells firearms. So for those people who like to, you know, reload their own. Uh, ammunition. You can buy a five pound, ten pound, twenty, fifty pound bag of, of just raw gunpowder and make any kind of bomb you want with it. It's not yeah. difficult in this country to get away with those kinds of things. No, especially you know, if you've got go a buy, use for it. Go and buy a red gallon, you know, thing of gasoline for your lawnmower. You've got a, you know, uh, Molotov cocktails. But then again, you know, there's a lot of people talking about. Uh, the conspirators are saying, oh, because he's been hearing voices to kill. MK Ultra, they were bringing that in. Well, you know, yeah, we talked about that on Trick to Mabus, actually. Yeah, we, he, he could have been well, tuned look, to Jeffrey. A- look, Jeffrey's not killing anybody, he's definitely MK Ultra. So it's like, yeah. if he's not killing anybody, y'all ain't got an effing thing to worry about. Uh, he used to he used to talk to the birdies when I first met him, so you know, come on. Um, <laughs> you know, t- I think he still does, he just doesn't. But he used to tell people. me, him and this, this chick used to tell me about these these robot birdies that used to come on a windowsill and talk. Now, this is like 20 years ago, 18 years ago. Unfortunately, today they actually have these things. <laughs> now I kind of feel bad going, shit, I wonder if they actually had them like prototypes back then. Uh, you know, man, because they have them now. I mean, they have all kind of weird stuff they make now, man. Well, anyway, that's all kinds of weird things. Like 20 some years ago, my friend's daughter, she, she was uh, telling me about her new Tamagotchi. And I'm like, what the hell is that? She's like, it's a Tamagotchi, don't you know? I'm like, why would no, I, I know? I have no idea what it is. It's like a, it's a little digital pet and a little tiny, little, no bigger oh, than this, like yeah. an inch, inch and a half square thing that you have to keep the pet alive. You have to feed it. You have to walk it. You have to poop it. You have to pee it. Uh, they die. And then you can reset and start over. And she was all excited about this. And it's just it's just a weird technology. I don't understand why people get off on those kind of things. But, Let's you know, see, there was. <laughs> Which one of these we're going to use? Let's see. Oh, yeah, these yeah, are two yeah, different clips. What kind, of, what kind of bolts are involved, too? Where'd the damn thing go? Where'd it go? No, no. That ain't it. Trying to get past it. I guess it's on continue reading. Must be on another yeah, page. Yeah, it's on the There it is right there. Let's unmute. See if there's hey, video. Course. They have video of it? That's awesome. Yeah, that's... Oh, come on. What did I do? Hit the wrong button or something? <laughs> yeah, here's a commercial. All right. We're gonna hear it anyway because we got it where we got it set. It won't it won't play audio, but we'll be able to see the video. Let's let's set it up a little bit bigger. Come on, get on up there. What do we gotta wait for this to play or something? What the bleep, man? I'm about to start bleeping people. That's the only thing about live TV. That's the only. It's a box in the left corner. Yeah, well, it's it's got an ad. It's saying two. There it goes. Oh, there we go. U.S. and Australia are warning China. What the hell is this? I don't know.
Is this the actual video of the encounter right here? I don't know, but this ain't the one. I don't, this ain't what we're looking for. So if there's if there's video footage of that, I'd be curious to see how close they they were together. Because the, the the U.S. captain may have made the right choice. If you if you call all stop in reverse, you're still going to float forward several hundred yards before you start going backwards. And they may have been hit anyway, depending on how long oh, their boat Jesus is. Pete, that blew my eardrum out. I didn't penetrate. Huh? Defending pH. What's pH? Landing. LPH is where they take Marines and helicopters. Oh. Still ain't what I'm looking for. No. Right, that doesn't look here. like anything about uh, Chinese and Navy boats almost colliding. Yeah, that's the ones we were always looking for. So let's go. Maybe it's this one. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so now nah, you see it. I'm going to give us a video. So um, can y'all still see it? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. there's another ship over here coming this way. Yeah. And and, and there's actually, they, they when I looked at it earlier, there wasn't a video up here. There was just a cliffs uh, that you could run yeah. through. Yeah. And I don't Those see are screen grabs. Here. It looks like. Yeah. I don't actually see them on here. It's this right here. No. No, we're not. We're not even. That's not even anything we want to see. This happened on August nineteenth. What? No. Yeah, that's no, what that said on top of that one. Yeah. But this one, I mean, for no. some reason, I'm I'm gonna pop around and see if we can find more on the internet. But it's um, there's a ship coming this way, and this is our ship. Yeah, you right can here. see the, is, you can see the bow just at the edge of the picture there. Yeah. So so this is a Chinese ship, and there's a Chinese ship here, an American ship. <laughs> Just said F it and punched it. Because when you first see the first couple of clips, the wake behind it's not as big. And all of a sudden you start seeing it pushing white water. So you know it's moving. And and it's a fairly decent sized boat to be moving the speed it was. But it looks yeah. like maybe. That looks like a frigate. Yeah, maybe a light. frigate size. It could, could be a, yeah, it could be a light cruiser. It, um, it's hard to tell from the ass end like that. Plus, the is tower's that, a little is off. Is so. mast part of it, that black line? Is that also part of it? Because that's a that's fairly that, tall mast. That's yeah. very distinctive. Yeah, that's that's oldie-goldie stuff there, man. You know, that's not new. Mod our, our modern ships don't have those because uh, they, they make <clears throat> radar grabs. It's, yeah, uh, you can see the phalanx on it at the front. Yeah. It's, but, um, um, I, don't, I don't know why, though, we didn't get we didn't get more of them. What was Let's the name see. of the ship? The uh, the John, there it is. Whoop, hold on, I just had it. This is Ralph Johnson. God, I hate these up. commercials. Okay, this is the one. Can y'all see this one? Yeah, the one that I'm moving around on here with the colored charts and all on it. Yep. Okay, y'all got it. So look, <laughs> let me get back over there. If I can get back to where it was. So this is what I was talking about earlier. So you can see the ships, and you're clicking along. Now look, I mean, you see the white water behind it now. I mean, yep. it, it punched it. I don't know what was going on there, but it yeah, punched it. You can see it pluming, right? Yeah, and so it, it punched it, it along. a plume or a rooster tail, you know, they just kick in the screws. And I mean, it just left it. I just left it in the dust. I was like, Looks like the they hell? sped up, too. They tried to like speed up. Yeah. I know it does. It does look like the Chinese were going to try to block the American cutover, but the acceleration... It's on a DDG, so it's a destroyer, which yep. is a little bit longer than a frigate. But they're still very fast. But they're also extremely long. They're way longer than a frigate. They're at least a half a length longer than a, a frigate. Oh, to destroy. And it's oh, got a missile. So they could easily just launch a missile from the bow casing and shot that fucking boat right out of the water. Oh, sorry. Pardon my French. 
<laughs> well, now the Chinese are like, what the hell just happened here? Because, you know, for them, you know, just, I mean, look at it. It's just, it's just cutting them off. And you know that big ocean out here, there's no reason for it to be doing this. I mean, not well, even a little bit. This is China. Well, there's two 64. of them. Joe, what would you do if you were the captain? You got two Chinese boats, you know, tailgating your you, yeah. destroyer in open water. What would you do? I'd well, punch the hell out of the area, I would too. call the Gerald S. Ford and say, I need two planes. Well, that's a good, that's a good yeah. That's send a good me an umbrella thing, but, of planes now. <laughs> but I think I think this was more to just just to, they were just showing off here because this is a big this is a destroyer. These two ships, the other one's coming in this way. So he's already on the left side ahead of this. That's ship. at least a destroyer side ship. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty so, close. So and then the one coming in from the right side is headed right for you and right right for the center of the ship. So he's like, look, really, you really think you're gonna box us in here? Oh no. And he just looked over at number one and said, number one, punch it. And number one said, okay. And it rang down in the, in the engineering and all the dials went forward and away they went. And I bet you that ain't even full speed. They were, they're not, they just, they just wanted to prove a point. I think is what that was. Well, what do you think would have happened had he not punched it and cut that, that lead ship off? What if he'd stayed in between him? What would have I happened? Think, I think, you think they I would open fire on it? No, they wouldn't open fire, but I think the Chinese would have boxed it and, and I, it would be stupid for the, the ships that the Chinese have right there compared to that one would be suicidal. Uh, plus, with, yeah. with the carriers being there at less than two minutes, four minutes maybe, you, you'd have F-20, I mean, F-35s. Guarantee you they have an umbrella of planes in the air right now. Next. So they, you can well, easily call for air cover. Hey, Jay, whenever we went out on a, on a, 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 a cruise, when I was on Independence, we had 26 different ships with us. 26 yeah. plus yeah. two subs. Yeah, well, right, so, right now they're running, I think, six six per carrier plus whatever subs they're not talking about. And uh, so they're doing small battle groups now. And in World War II, we used to do battle groups where we'd have each carrier would have its own battle group and for anywhere from 10 to 20-something ships back then. And then when the, two, when the four battle groups got together, of course, you had over 100 ships and a massive Navy sailing across an ocean. Today we do it a little bit differently, but still, it's it's the same thing. It's just one of our ships today are much more advanced. We were talking about this earlier today. Um, the Chinese have are building ships way faster than we are. Really nice ships, but they're just not in our league. Their weaponry is just not in. Maybe our we league. clarify that building building them at a faster pace than we are, or building ships that are faster than ours. Nah, they're building faster pace than right. we are. They're not really building them fast. They're not really building better they're ships. Not building than we them are. faster than ours, nor better. No, they're just they're just know. they're just trying to get more ships out there. They're just doing what the Soviet Union did. The Amer for every American ship, it was one one American ship for every five Soviet ships. It's going to be the same thing with the Chinese, um, and because our ships are just that much better. But you know, when you start yeah, talking well, drones, but and also our, ship, our tactics are better. Our Navy is better. Our our officers and and sea crews are better. So uh, oh wait, I mean it's just so an active kind of Chinese onslaught at all. Unless you're already on our continent, there's really you're really kind of screwed to try to attack America. Well, an active Chinese admiral, he's active serving right now, said the F-22 Raptor is the best plane ever built anywhere in the world to date. It it doesn't even the F-35 doesn't compare to. He said it's just it is just the best aircraft and ever built that we know of. That and, we know uh, of. This is out in the market like, now. This is common knowledge. There may be something better than it already that's still top secret. He said the 120, 130 that. of them that, that we have, he said they could take on both the Chinese and the Russian Air Force. He said they're just they're just ungodly beastified, uh, and they are. 
And then with the F-35s and then all the other backups, f 8 They can refuel on air, so they can do 13-hour, 20-hour missions, no problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we got tankers flying all over. Are they uh, single-piloted or dual-piloted? I think the uh, yeah the Raptors are just are duels and most of the thirty fives or it could be either one. It depends if they're F A A E or F A A or if they're attack or ta- it, it it just right. depends Depend, what kind. So if if you're just if you're just a fighter but, if you're if you're if you're jet like you got an F F thirty five and it's an F and it's just for fighting it's just for protection of your fighter bombers uh, then it's then it's usually only going to have one pilot because that's all it needs. But if you're gonna if you're same could be the same plane. But now it can carry a payload for bomb, and generally there'll be a second pilot on board, um, just so the first pilot can watch what it's doing while you're blowing the shit out of everything else. But everything's so automated now; it's not as ne- it's not as big a necessity as it was, you know, back in the F-14s, F-15s. Because remember, the F-14, F-15, both were dual dual pilot, dual engine. The F-16 was a single pilot, single engine. Um, and it was just it was just a beast of a little plane. It's like a little bee you couldn't swat. Come here, little bitch. Whoa, where did you go? And they're still out there. I mean, and we keep now we got smart and we started putting these really beastified weapon systems on even our older jets. They were talking about this the other day if an, if, an, uh, if uh, one of the missile systems we have, we could put on an F-14 Tomcat and kill Russian and Chinese advanced jets before they ever got to them. Because that's how far it sees ahead. And oh, did y'all see the new? Um, so they they unveiled it today. They did it in an art in a picture. Uh, it's a new fighter, and it can kill satellites in space. Whoa! Is that that one that they had the lift on board the deck? No, no. This is just is just something they just had a picture of it on a like a piece of artwork of it today. But this is they uh, said it should be out within three years. Um, I was like, it's a wow. winged craft, like like an F twenty two or F. It doesn't exactly look winged. It it kind of looked rounded, it's more a like a chine, like the seventy ones. No, it didn't even look like that. It kind of looked at. I'll see if I can find it because it it was an article I picked up today, so it's around. Uh, it looked. I don't know. I would have to look at it again. I thought it kind of looked where the wings were. Look kind of rounded. A Christopher, that was the F twenty two you seen sitting up there, just a beast. So here's here's so now you can see a better picture, people. So there's the Ralph, and there it is. There's the ship. This is the Chinese ship right here. And this is the other Chinese ship right here. So what do you do if you're this guy? And yes, oh. and and you can see some of the weapons. Ooh, you don't see a lot of things that are showing. But- the ship called Gulin is heading towards the bow of the Johnson, correct? Or is it, yes. this, or is it parallel? Well, it's parallel. It's it's running parallel, but it's kind of drifting this way a little. Yeah, this guy's okay. coming weird straight angle, in. Yeah. yeah, so they're just trying to box this, this the Johnson in, and Johnson was like, "No, I don't think so." But you know, it's an older ship when you see this type of mask on. Doesn't mean it doesn't have beastified weapons on. It's probably got an Aegis or Agus or one of the other systems. It, that it looks probably like Aegis. A, a destroyer, DDG. That white box right no, there on the right side or the left side of it. Side. Gun on it. That white box should be the phalanx. If not, it's an Aegis system. Yeah. Because it the fact that it doesn't have at least one big gun on it makes me wonder what it actually is. It's a DDG. Uh, DDG number 14, I do believe, was the number on it. Oh, so I wonder if it's like a downgraded destroyer or something. Well, D- DDG stands for destroyer, and then the G stands for guided weapon system. So it has guided weapons, which is there's an angular box on the front of the boat, and that <clears throat> has several doors that flip open, and they can send out missiles vertically. Now, since it's a Navy boat, they probably have – well, they've changed their weapon system, so I don't know what they have now, but they used to have these things called harpoons, and harpoons were basically uh, – 
launched into the water like a torpedo and then became a self-guided uh, torpedo and went, went after ships. Then they have a Sea Lance. Sea Lance was a, a little bit better. Sea Lance came out into the water like a torpedo. Then at some point it would transform. It had a second stage where it would and launch back out of the water as a smaller missile and find a ship on the surface if it lost its initial target. So I don't know what kind of things they have on there, but they have some wicked cool things because they just changed out to better, newer stuff um, that would really screw those two Chinese boats days up for like probably forever. Well, you can see them now. I mean, they're close. I yeah, mean, that's they're, really they're close. close. They're close. That's that's they're both within. Um, they were well within our weapons range, probably you know a thousand yards ago. But um, we probably have just entered the uh, Chinese boats' effective weapons range. Marco, um, what do you mean? Whether you really didn't see any weapon? Well, today, yeah, they're concealed inside destroyer. of a box. Yeah, unless it's a heavy destroyer, you're not going to see big guns on it. If that's what you're looking there's for, there's a big gun on a turret right in the middle of the boat. If you see underneath where the the on the picture, there's the the mouse hand. Follow the finger straight up. You'll see a little barrel on a uh, angular box with a gun on it. You see yeah, it? There's going to be yeah. There's going to be a, the, yeah. they may they it's may be two some, failings. Oh, I bet you it's got That's at least a two phalanx. It's got at least yeah. two. That looks I can like see the phalanx. The front. I can that see the phalanx like here. Yeah but, yeah, but that kind of looks like a minigun in the front. They, um, well, they, well, I, I don't know. They it's got, a, they maybe. Got about eight well, the phalanx sizes. is a minigun. Well, they it's have a, about eight different sizes. Gun. So usually when you see yeah. a thing, it's, it's got the big white tower on it. They're usually I, 20 it, millimeter shells. Yeah, the 20, right. 20, somewhere up in there. Yeah. And, um, at, least, at the best, 50 millimeter to take out a missile, but probably 20 millimeter this, or bigger. This thing on the front looks like it might be a little bit bigger than that. Uh, no, so this is the Chinese releasing these pictures. These are pictures the Chinese took of our boat. Yeah, because they're mad. Yeah, they lost mad. their little war games with us. This, this, if this was a real war game, this shit on the left would be sunk, and this guy'd be well on his way to being sunk. He'd be on his way. He'd be on fire probably. <laughs> It would have been because uh, he, as he accelerated, he would have took out the one on his left. Well, I, I don't make the rules. And he probably would have taken a stiff, you know, starboard turn and head and look, straight for look. the other ship, the midship. So you can, you can clearly see the guy over here on the right. We don't even know where he is anymore. He just left him in the dust, and yeah, he yeah. just blows by the one on the left. And I don't, I don't. I mean, if I was a Chinese captain, I'd be pissed too. I mean, you know, you just you just cut us off in a big, huge monster ocean. There's no need. Hey, for that. But in our defense, it looked like they were trying to. Uh, we lost to you. them. You know, nobody got hurt. Shut up. Go on about your day. Your boat didn't get sunk out of the water, and you're still alive. The Chinese just want to bitch because you know so many times we bitched about because their they planes can. doing that shit. <laughs> because they can. They have the right uh, to bitch hey, about anything. Hey Joe, no. how many times have you refilled on where you were getting supplies on ship, and we would you know how they have the lines refueling out of out of sea. And, yeah. and Russian ships would just freaking come up and try to break our lines. We had to break the lines all the time because they would come up between the both ships. Yeah, Ever so happened to you? What we, we did when... Um, Not in a carrier, well, group, I wouldn't say. No, because usually... Well, no, he's on a carrier, too. So, um, Oh, were you? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> usually when the Nimitz, for some reason, about 80% of the time when the Nimitz was refueling, uh, there was always a sub parked in between because we didn't want the Russians to see it. So we'd have planes flying, you know, which, you know, they were just doing reconnaissance, basically. So if the Russians would start getting too close, they would start cutting across the front of the Russian ships like, we will sink you, motherfucker. Excuse my language, mm -hmm. people. But we will we will put you under the water, and that's where you're going to go. And uh, But we did. The only time we ever had a real problem was two Iranian jets 
two F-14 Tomcats, by the way, um, came blowing by the carrier. We just got our first F-18 squadron, too, just came blowing by the carrier right over the top. And the rule is, I think, 100 yards, 100 miles or something. Um, and next thing I know, we're on the deck. Everything we got's in the air. I mean, everything we got's in the air. I was like... And people, you know, it's funny when people say, oh, that must take for, oh, no, you'd be surprised no. how fast <laughs> in planes get off that boat. Yeah. Uh, them planes are gone. They're off. Uh, we ain't you taking know, no chances. Have, how many catapults did you have? We had two. Uh, we had uh, two back, the, the auxiliary side. I think we had five because there was an auxiliary on the, on the side ramp. There was an auxiliary for some reason. I, okay. I'm pretty sure. But you know what? Something, come to think about that, we use that one for heavier planes. Uh, mm -hmm. It must have been a different kind because anytime we had like um, a little cargo plane or something we were putting off, that's where we'd put it off. Uh, I guess it just pulled harder or pushed harder. Well, people kind of pulls and pushes. I'm just, I'm just saying it grabs a thing and it screws down a thing. Uh, and, and you think you, you're out there and you hear this. And you're like, what the hell just happened? You know, if you're not, if you don't, the very first time I was on a flight deck, I was like, what the hell was that? He said, that's a catapult releasing. Yep. And then, of course, you got to know where you are. It depends where your job is on the deck. I was, a, I was a PC, so I was all over the deck. But when we were launching, when you're standing aside, you're giving an all clear, you're doing your happy salute. Someone says, why do y'all always kneel? <laughs> I started laughing. I said, because <laughs> sometimes you don't exactly know where you are and you don't want to your wing ripping your head right off your body. <laughs> that's 400 miles an hour. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's uh because I've seen True. people get killed in a deck. Well, I've seen people get killed in the hangings in the deck. So, so all y'all people know, just being in the service is dangerous. Yep. Um, a good friend of mine, we were riding, we were doing hot breaks uh, when we had some jets come in, and he said, "Well, I'm gonna ride the." It was an A72 Corsair, actually. He said, "I'm gonna ride it into the uh, hangar." I said, "Okay, no problem." And, uh, and and I said, and I didn't think about it because I was pinning my jet, the one I was taking care of. I was putting all the pins in, getting the pilot out, blah, blah, blah. Well, he got in, he got everything done, but he forgot to pin the ejection seat. Oh. And right as, right as he was coming out, his foot, because it was a yellow looped one, his foot caught it, smashed in the top of the freaking hangar. Killed him dead. I mean, he killed him. It was no, 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 no saving him. Hey, Chad, how you doing, man? It's, um, shit happens. I've seen, I've seen, I seen us just mow over an F fourteen Tomcat. Just they never had a shot, man. It stalled right. The catapult got Whoa. it, and right as she went over, she stalled and just went. No, there was no time. The pilots had no shot. Even if they would have shot out, they would have shot out straight in front of the ship. They would have mm -hmm. just got sucked up by the props as it, they went by. Uh, they do, were. They do you were see mulched. that where it says U.S. just hit two of Iran's bases in Syria? Yes, I did it earlier. I read about that and. Uh, it doesn't sound good. It does. It sounds like America is going to make sure our friends stay. Uh, stay. Hey, Chris, how you doing, man? They're going to stay happy. Hey, where you been hiding at, Jane? Um, no, guys. I mean, anything we do in the Middle East is bad. Okay, America doesn't have any real business in the Middle East. I mean, yeah, we need to protect the oil supply. And we need to make sure it don't go to communists. But other than that. And we are obligated to some of our friends over there. But we should never get involved in holy wars. And that's what this is. This is the Shahad. We should never be involved in this. Um, I mean, giving them weapons is fine because we give anybody weapons because we just massive arm dealing pigs. We armed almost the entire region. So they're either going to yes. be fighting our equipment or the Russians or both. 
Yeah, sorry, both. Probably both. Uh, uh, right now, it's going to probably be mostly American stuff, but still. Well, that's what the Iranian jets are flying. F four Phantoms, F four F fourteen. But also, think about this: Hamas is in in league with uh, with uh, Al Qaeda, Al Qaeda, or whoever it was that took over Afghanistan. Well, they got all that American equipment, boatloads. I mean, like pallets of money, oh, yeah, pallets got- of cash, money, pallets of weapons, pallets of ammo, pallets of guns, clothing, bulletproof vests. They they got millions. How much was it? Even billions, I think, up to that one was a lot of money. Dollars of American. Yeah, the price went from eight hundred million to eighty billion. So it just depends who you want to believe. It was a lot. Right. They didn't right. tell us how much cash they got. So some of this is probably being funded by some of that. So I guarantee you, any money yeah. they offer, any because there's a I heard a uh, wicked rumor that there's a um, there's a, a, a bounty out that anybody that brings to Hamas someone uh, to to uh, uh, make hostage, they'll give you ten thousand dollars per person. Where's yeah, that money coming from? I'm going to counteract on what you just said. Sure, they might have all our equipment. And sure, it's, you know, top of the line equipment. But they're not as trained as our military. Our military is not dumb. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's Sean, not a matter no, that. I don't want to die it, by yeah, my it's own not, bullet. It, it doesn't my taxpayer paid bullet at that. Right. <laughs> And it's it doesn't take my a lot name of training to take a baby carriage and light it on fire and then stomp the baby's burning head out. I mean, that's some gross stuff that's that happening over there. We that talked was, about that. That was gross. That's, I mean, people that are willing to do that need to be stopped immediately. And, exactly. you know, I, I'm kind of concerned about where they're getting funded from. I think it's from the stuff from Afghanistan. It's got to be at least some of it anyway. Uh, regardless where they've got their equipment, well, we where they got we their... Just gave- how much money we just gave back to Iran a buttload? Yeah, it, uh, it doesn't billion? matter where they got Obama their money gave to from. The fact is, they're acting on these these instincts. Yeah, well, you know, so have. we so we we're, we're going to watch Iran. We're not going to let Iran do anything. If Iran gets too stupid, Iran's going to go to where the dodo bird. I mean, that that's pretty much what's going to happen there. Um, I don't know if Russia well, wants been to saying it for years, even before this. Well, Russia, I've been saying for years, even during the Reagan years, make it a, make it a giant glass sting. Oh yeah, I, know, I said area. that too. Nuke the Make whole eighty thousand years, you know, and then get all the good well, countries together when it when it's safe and build like you know a worldwide no, no, you know no, no, don't, don't even do that. So, amusement park look, for everybody. Liberals, this is perfect for you, liberals. By the way, so when you use nuclear uh, power on glass, I mean on sand, it turns into a green glass, which is one of the most conductive glasses. This this makes energy like you wouldn't believe. So basically, you could do the whole Middle East. It'd be one big sheet of green glass. You could plug some diodes in it power Europe and Africa for free for the next, well, which are, I don't know, half a million years uh, or more. <clears throat> and look, I've been like. saying this. Yes. There That's you go. See, like. this is, this is Moldavite. It's a green radioactive or no longer radioactive, but it was made by some sort of radioactive event or a airburst event of a meteorite, uh, which fused the native sand into this glass. And I think this comes from Czechoslovakia. Um, but they're yeah, it's really cool stuff. But make the entire Middle East into a giant field of glass, and then afterwards, when the radiation goes away, mm-hmm. it's been my idea. Just make it into a, a worldwide central, fairly priced amusement park for everyone of all ages. That everyone who's been good that year can go, you know, ride some rides, get some chocolate, get some you know <laughs> fan you know fair food and beers and yeah. fun. Roller coasters. <clears throat> the new Dubai, no man. It's a. Uh, what do you mean the end of the world? Well, it could be the end of the world, but probably not. Um, 
the Middle East has and been a boil after yeah. World War Three. So we're supposed to have yeah. a World War Three, and then <clears throat> it goes shit from there. They, um, <laughs> the Middle East has been a boil on the planet's ass for six thousand years, and it needs to be lanced. I'd Let's say ten thousand, probably ten thousand or more. Maybe you know. So it, it it's, it's just it, it is the Middle East is responsible for more deaths than any other part of the. I mean, come on, they even beat out Hitler. Um, so I mean, sometime along the line, enough is enough. I'm tired of seeing people die, not just our people. I'm tired of seeing anybody die over yeah, this bullshit. Yeah, period. On that. So all, all these all the Israelis want us to live there in peace. They could care less who their neighbors are. They're just happy as peach pie to have that little strip of land they call home now. Like I said it's earlier in the show, smaller than New York, same size amount of you know, 9 million, 10 million people live there. Same population of New York City, smaller than New York City. Yet uh, yeah, uh, everyone else wants to try to kill these people. They're harmless. They don't want they they bring in money to the region, you know, economy for everybody. I mean, I don't understand why they have a problem with these other than the fact that the chosen people in the Bible and trying to kill these people and fighting over them and fighting against them over a stupid fictional story where they're the favored people of the God of that book. That's like the stupidest reason to get into a don't fight. Don't be screwing with the chosen. Look, yeah, no, so just, far. Exactly. So, so far, everybody who reason. is so far, everybody who is screwed with the chosen people has ended badly. Uh, I'm just saying, people take a, take a look through their history. Um, what, yes. what was what was the what was the name of that giant that, that they killed? The Goliath. What was his people's names? Hmm. Anybody Goliath. out there from that right from that tribe? The Egyptians did him in. The Egyptians are gone. Yeah, they the did, Germans well, did him in. The Germans are gone. They're still around, but reduced. Yeah, but they're population. not of power anymore. Right, they're, yeah, they're not, they're not a power anymore. Look, Egyptian, I, I got friends over here, so I'm not hating on y'all, but I mean, y'all were a power for what 7,000 years, at least 6,000 years, 9,000 years. So, I mean, I mean, y'all ruled the planet basically for a long until the Romans came over and kicked you the, the known planet, <clears throat> yeah. And then, uh, so I mean, I, I, I'm not hating, yeah. Today, America owns a planet, but America is stupid. Because America at one point owned two thirds of the planet after the end of World War II, we just gave it all back. If we wouldn't have done that, and we'd have done what MacArthur said, we were we'd have had that part of it. We'd have took Russia because they had no defense at the time, and yeah. uh, China would have got squeezed between us and Europe, and they'd be gone, or they'd be on their way out. So I mean, this would be a much dumb. smaller country, and they would certainly not yes. be communist. And it, it would just be a different world, people. It'd be yeah. a safer, cleaner, better world all the way around. Because, but sometimes you know they're like, "Oh, we'd have killed this." Yeah, of course we would have. But instead of doing it, then it's just been doubling it every year. How many people die? So uh, I think we effed up. I, I'm not for killing anybody, people. Sometimes along the line, you got to go. All right, something, something's got to give. And this planet's not going to unite until something gives. Something horrible, ungodly disaster that kills a hundred million, two hundred million, five hundred million, uh, and then we might go. Oh shit! What do we just do? Yeah, maybe, and that's a maybe because remember, World War II was what fifty three million, and, we're, and today we're like, well, what's the big deal? <laughs> Let's move on. We made cartoons out of it and shit. Even more disturbing uh, than all of those numbers, uh, even today with today's modern warfare is going on, the two largest battles where the most people were killed in one day or more than one day. There's two battles. They're both civil war. One day battle is Gettysburg. It's like thirty minutes away from me, towards the north here. Uh, and I don't remember the exact number, but something around 50-some thousand people died in 56, that one 000. afternoon. 
of about how many? 56,000. Thank you. 56,000 in one afternoon. That's about the same as the amount of people I believe that were killed in Nagasaki or pretty close to it with one bomb. Okay. And that's just with primitive muskets and black powder. You'd load them from the front, one bullet, bang, load it again, bang, load it again, bang. You're lucky you get three shots off in a minute. Lucky. Okay. That's 56,000. The other battle is a three-day battle, I believe. It's Antietam, also a civil war, and it's about uh, 30 minutes the other direction near Hagerstown. I'm right in the middle of both of them, and I think that one was 70-some, 80-some thousand people died over 80, over a three-day period. And again, using primitive weaponry, muzzle-loading weapons, knives, axes, and sticks. We haven't had any modern warfare battles, one-day battles, not counting a bombing like Nagasaki, Hiroshima, where we approach that many people dead in one afternoon or three days or four days. Even the Battle of Midway, where we sunk four, four large, uh, large, not nuclear, large aircraft carriers of the Japanese, plus seven or eight other smaller ships. Out of all those ships with hundreds of thousands of people in that whole flotilla, Japanese sent 100,000 people to go and attack uh, Midway on their boats. We sank five or six, seven of them. And that still isn't 56,000 dead. It isn't 78,000, 80,000 people dead in a single battle. Think about those numbers. We haven't come close, close to what our modern weaponry can do with a man-to-man battle or a bomb-to-bomb battle. Nowhere near it. What was the first day at Hiroshima? 52,000? 56,000? First day? Yeah, I think altogether. Over time, they've added that number. Those numbers are now yeah. like two or three and four hundred thousand. Yeah, because they People died of the effects of the bomb days, months, years, weeks later. Uh, actually, Harley, later. Harley, actually, the bomb missed Nagasaki. It fell in the valley next to it. Yeah, it, it, no, it, did a lot of damage. It did a lot of radiation damage. Well, they actually exploded in the air. So where the actual yeah. any debris that came from the bomb, the casing, if yeah, it survived so, the heat, which it probably didn't, would have landed somewhere nearby. Yeah, no, he's he's talking. Well, no, they do air burst. So theoretically, if you're standing directly under a nuke when it explodes, you could actually survive it. Well, until the radiation got you or the heat got until you. The radiation, you know, or the heat, or the heat so, 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 yeah. anyway, just like, but the actual blast <laughs> wouldn't affect you because the blast would go outwards. It's no, I'm not going to ever put it to test. So. <laughs> Just telling you, but it's but they are airbursts, and um, and that allows for maximum destruction and maximum spread of radiation. Because remember, in general, what happens in in the direct aftermath is anything directly under the blast, tall buildings and whatnot, usually stand still stand upright. Everything else in a radius outside of that falls down like a clock, like clock tick, you know, clock hands. And then uh, very soon after that, a very swift air blast because the pressure of the air changes dramatically. There's a, an air blast which knocks over trees, uh, smaller buildings, and people. And then right after that is a heat blast, which is several thousand degrees. And anything that touches the initial heat blast it is immediately turned to flame. I mean, you don't even burn. You turn immediately to ash. Yeah, it's incineration. It's I mean, you're just, pulverized. Maybe uh, 50 miles out, it's it's still hot enough to uh, launch fires in, in the brush and underbrush out in the forest. But it, you would burn very painfully to death that way. You wouldn't be instantly yes. killed. They're, they're very powerful things. You don't want to be anywhere near. Well, Carrie, anywhere it, near it, one of those. it all goes by megatons. If it's like two kilotons or something, it's not going to be. It'll knock down. Like it would blow up in the center of New York. It'd do about the same damage that the the terrorists did. Yeah. If it's a fifty kiloton, well, it would flatten all in New York. 
Um, the first three we launched, the, the first three, the test bomb and the two we dropped in Japan, weren't none of them were bigger than one kiloton. Yeah, they were just tiny things. To, to, they, they were compared to like, today's you know, weapons. Thousands yeah, of boxes were. of DNT. Yeah, they, the, equivalent, they just, the equivalent was two thousands of boxes of TNT, not, and that's what kilotons are now. Is how many kilotons of TNT does it take? Will this you know, will this bomb explode at? But uh, yes, people remember what we're saying here. Seen the whole box of TNT explode? Have you? I'd love to see Kilo, that. And that that's that's the that's the operative phrase here: kilotons. We're not talking about a ton of dynamite. We're talking about kilotons of dynamite, yeah. um, and still, hundreds of thousands of tons of it's, stick it's, dynamite. So these blasts. What do you mean? Have I seen a nuclear blast? I actually have seen a nuclear blast off the off the USS Nimitz. Yes, I did. Not far from Bettini Atoll. They were testing something. You know, it was weird because I remember when they said we might be seeing this, and I was thinking to myself, "The bitch is going to radiate us and see what can happen." But then at the time, what disease next? (laughs) But but then I realized at the time, USS Nimitz was the the baddest ass ship we had afloat, so they weren't going to do that. Yep, it was. So I knew right then and there they weren't going to do that. Not just just the equipment item; it's still a pretty badass thing. Yeah, even even with all the kilotons of that's just too much stuff on it, but. Um, it, if if was, I can afford uh, to buy it, live it, and learn how to use it, and get a you know a proper minimum size crew to operate it, I, I would love to live on it. It'd be a cool. I know. Uh, it's um, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> it's a lot of not using it as a military ship. I might enjoy it. I mean, think about <laughs> it. The ship is so big, that, Sean. You go out in the ocean, you don't feel it when it, you're, you don't feel the oh, rough yes, waves that do. much. I've heard. Oh yes, you do. Uh, but the Nimitz you didn't feel as much as you did on some. Not to a, to a certain degree, I've heard not so as much. The Nimitz at, at a at a ten or fifteen foot sea, we didn't we didn't notice it. Now you got to remember yeah. though, yeah, they get way much rougher than. But I heard uh, Frank Warren, a friend of ours, was talking about it on. He's on the Reagan, and he said they were fifty foot seas. He said they didn't even notice it. They were launching off like it, <laughs> like it was nothing. Yeah. And uh, but you know the smaller carriers and the Nimitz was. Compared to the new carriers, Nimitz would be considered a mid-sized carrier. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, was on, I was on the USS Independence. That was CV-62. DC wasn't on the Forrestal. Yeah, right with the Forrestal. And we were small. James V. Forrestal, yeah. Yeah, the Forrestal was known as the USS Forest Fire because the damn yep. thing was constantly catching on fire. Yep. Really? Constantly catching USS on fire. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, one had a lot of problems, too. Oh, don't get me wrong. In war, you wanted Kitty Hawk out there because she was she proved herself in combat. But man, just for just daily sailing, she was a piece of crap. Probably not just. It was old, man. It was you know beat up, been blown up a few times. Uh, Yeah, the the Independence now is freaking razor blades right now. They decommissioned that. It's chopped it up. Yep, that's what they do with them. Uh, no, Frank. You know, I we have I haven't really seen to be honest with you, and I hate to say this, I haven't seen hardly anything on the Ukrainian war. I haven't heard anybody who's well, talking about the Ukrainian yeah, war. The Israel Hamas thing is overshadowing it. The Ukrainian war has been kicked aside. I know Russia started a new offensive the other day and was pushing hard, but the Ukrainian was kicking back. I know the Ukrainian pretty much controls the Black Sea. Now Russia got supposed to have one of the most badass navies in the sea. It's some little shithole country that Ukraine keeping them from sailing. Screw the drones. There's ways to protect yourself from the drones. What do you think? U.S. Well, Navy's but look at, the, anyway, look at the Russian Navy, though. They're, they're running the same Navy they were running against us in the 80s. The boats are 30, 40, 50 years old. Half of them need to be decommissions. 
Um, the other half are falling apart as they're they're driving through the Black Sea. So they got some old. They, they haven't they haven't been upgrading their navy, which makes me curious. They really haven't upgraded their navy as much or as frequently as we have, especially recently with the Zumwalt and the Stealth sub coming out. We got two yeah. Zumwalt class ships out there. We got a, a Stealth uh, sub out there. They're all three are now going to be recommissioned with um with their rail guns back intact again. Uh, yet the, the Russian Navy hasn't. They haven't kept up. But the Russian Navy don't Where know. Even the, the Chinese, they're they don't know they're doing better than ours. Where are they spending yeah. their money? Yeah, they, they, they well, it's going half of it's going in somebody's pocket. It's uh, I mean, it happens in the United or States. Or the black projects that we don't know about. But uh, you know, the thing is that they, their equipment hasn't updated for thirty years. Yeah, so to, their front to line the Jade attack point. equipment is the same as it was in the in the Reagan years. To prove Jay's point, one of the what was one of one of the Russian jets, one of the top of the line jets that was shot down, was found with a phone GPS system thing. You know, you kind of you buy, you carry around your hand, taped to the yeah, to the, in the cockpit. It was taped to the deck. It had the a third deck. party GPS like yeah. system. It, it was taped to it. It wasn't even. It was like you know <laughs> duct tape. I'm not shitting you, man. It was like duct tape to the thing, and they come to find out this day. I mean. So, you know, we, we, in case, ladies and gentlemen, y'all don't know this, America owns a GPS system. It yeah. Belongs- so, this poor fellow's driving around in his Sukhoff 29 going, Hey, Alexa, um, give me directions to Iran. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> this is what they're doing? Yeah, it was in the Ukraine. Yeah, that was in the Ukraine. So, or Ukraine, whatever. But still, that was that's embarrassing, just- man. That was embarrassing. That is that's embarrassing. Funny. Yeah. That's extremely that's embarrassing. embarrassing. Well, you know, it's it's well, okay. In all fairness, it does work, and it is a cheap upgrade. Okay, America rips out all the damn. <laughs> but they're taping puts Garmin all the system back in. But they're taping Garmin our GPS phone to the damn. And what happens? The damn thing comes loose. Use a Garmin in a plane. I, 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 you know, they just. How do you anyway. use a Garmin in an airplane? In a jet airplane? How would that work? I don't even know how it keeps up. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, half the time, you can't keep up in your car. Turn around for 5,000 miles, then turn left. Yeah, then turn left. I think they just use it to find locations and things. Oh, here you are now. You found your location. Oh, they'd, have, they'd have to, but they would have to sync it. The, the plane is traveling so fast. How how can the map on that cell phone even keep up? I mean, well, even when you're walking, I mean, you, you, you it doesn't. More than likely, what happens I mean, is. is you, you say, isn't that the no, target? The first world country that invented goes, the internet, and mine still is glitching. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they, they have some way they, they fix them or jack You're all right over there, Jay. You're in like, complete shock. That is, <laughs> I have never seen you. Did, this is something, this is a Polish joke. This is a world. This is a World War II yeah. Polish joke. How did the Polish Air Force find Germany during World War II? They put a Garmin on their dashboard. That, that that is just an almost unbelievable thing that, that a country so big like Russia with like the the third largest fourth largest army are, are taping civilian equipment to keep their planes on target. That's yeah, pathetic. And and I guess with too much uh, AAA they bounce loose and shit. I can see it now. Wait, where my GPS go? <laughs> oh man, no. they probably went to AAA and okay. got a map. I, I, Russians, I'm not picking on y'all. I'm not picking on y'all, really. I, I, I'm not picking on y'all. I mean, y'all do build some beast uh, ass. I cats. am. Uh, I but, am. I mean, my way. I am. Electronics issues, I guess, which I'll have, but y'all do build some beastie jets. 
And y'all are some brave SOBs going flying into space and shit that we wouldn't get into. Well, I guess we did, but still. No, uh, uh, nah, Michael, I mean, the U.S. getting back to where we're being more serious. The U.S. has no business in Israel. We don't need troops on the ground in Israel. We don't need to be blowing shit up in the Middle East. If, if it's not a threat to us, I'll give a shit what Iran's doing. If it's not a threat to us, we don't need to be blowing it up. We hate the Iranians. It's just like they hate us. I don't know what it is. I listened to Iranian but students out there the chant, token, trying to get westernized. Early. You may have missed this. But on the same token, no matter who's behind all this, uh, the fact that we put boots on the ground, and we talked about, I talked about their, the Israeli intelligence forces being as good as our intelligence forces. If we're putting boots on the ground, we know something. Our intelligence Ouch. knows something that is about to happen. That's why there's men on the ground. Well, if, I would if, think if that if we got serious, a little, they yeah. might have sent advisors. They haven't sent advisors. They sent actual gun-bearing troops. So, and but just so just that's, you, that's just, bad news. Also, just to start. No, off. no, no. That what, 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 from what I read, mostly it's just advisors to advise over the Iron Dome system and some other stuff. And I think they're volunteering to help patrol the streets. You know, backing up their. Um, they're kind of acting like a national guard kind of thing, but. You know, I don't believe anything that comes out of our government's mouth anymore. So it's it's a hard, the hard to yeah. just say, and we don't send any troops anywhere without weapons. And we now we got to, and I guess we do have a carrier group out there to protect them, but we don't need them. I mean, I can't. All I can keep thinking to me is somebody going to go drive a truck through a gate and blow up, you know, a hundred Americans, and we're going to just all get pissed. <laughs> Just like we did in 9 11. We're just going to lose our minds and go to killing people. And we, we took us 20 years to stop killing people in the Middle East after 9 11. I mean, you talk about the Shahad shit. We put the Shahad on the whole freaking Middle East. Well, apparently, we're not done. So, <laughs> apparently, we're not. I guess Iran's the only one left because we like the Saudis for some. Well, we used to like the Saudis. Biden don't like the Saudis. We tolerate the Saudis. That's because Biden assholes in the presidency. Yeah. He just walked all over his ass. I I I am voting for Biden in the next election. I just want to tell you too. I am voting for Biden in the next election. Yes, I am. Take that to the bank. Okay, voting to Biden. (laughs) Yes, Uh, I I am most certainly voting for the Biden. Yes. Okay. I heard today he wasn't worried about his polling numbers. He was like fifty six percent. He said he wasn't worried about Trump. Trump was going to jail. I was like, okay, man. Got it under control, big boy. <laughs> I'm telling you now, if for some if some reason we get into a real war and not just bullshit we're playing around with, it's, even the Democrats will kick his ass out of office. He will be gone like a pecan. Uh, they got to get around before war pecan. is declared. But as soon as Senate declares war, the president stays until he's dead. No, he, well, he no, that's not true. So, no so, it's, no, it's weird how this actually works. So. If it's like Vietnam or Korea or Iraq, there can be elections. It has to be a world war for them to cancel elections. It has to yeah, be. We have to be in a, yeah. No, so if, if we're just fighting, no, not Senate, just declared Senate's war. No, we we voted no, for presidents. That war is going on. We we changed. Remember, look, we changed with Vietnam, two different Vietnam presidents with Iraq. Sanctioned by the Senate, but it wasn't a declared war. It was simply police action. No, but Korea, Iraq was a declared. Iraq was a, a war, and we passed it on to Biden. Biden passed it on to Trump. <laughs> it was a declared war, and, and we had no, two of them. We were fighting guess. Iraq and Afghanistan. We weren't just one yeah. war; we had two going on. No, I, I actually read true. the thing, and it actually said 
it had to be X amount or whatever has to be deployed. Uh, we have to be in a in an hour out in a real war where that yeah. change in presidents would actually harm the situation in Iraq and Iran. It wasn't going to harm change in presidents. Forbidden history, grisly ghosts, monstrous cryptids, and harrowing folklore dominate Japan's history and culture. Mysterious Japan is a bi-weekly podcast presenting these spine-chilling horror stories, urban legends, and unbelievable histories in a campfire story format. Many of these tales have never been presented in English before. Our journey takes place where dark history and supernatural folklore collide. Mysterious Japan is produced, written, and translated by recognized Japan expert Dr. Heath Havey. Season 1 relates the unbelievable legends and ghost stories from the so-called suicide forest. Listen to Mysterious Japan for free on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more at our website at themysteriousjapan.com and be transported by unbelievable stories where the lines between reality and folklore become blurred in the shadowlands of Japan. Once again, that's themysteriousjapan.com. Um, it, it, it might have helped Iran in some cases, to be honest with you, but I'd get in there. <laughs> Except Biden just like... in there, you know. <laughs> and, but I mean, like Obama, Obama loved them drones. I mean, he was killing... It was like 27,000 people he killed with drones, man. He was just a drone freak. No, guys, look at him yourself. Um, it's because, yeah, it's because there's no, there's no liability. You're not telling some soldier to kill somebody. You're not pulling the trigger yourself, uh, per se. Some guy down the road is hitting the go button and then sending those now things this, off. This next article comes from the British Secret Service. Minister, Minister of Defense, I'm sorry. Uh, they're saying. Oh, MID versus MI6. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Ministry of Defense, Russia's key weapons indicated. They're, they're saying that it's their mid-range bomber they're getting rid of. Uh, it's the Daily Upstate has indicated that the Russia no longer utilizes its fleet of heavy, long-range bombers. In lieu hmm. of what? They're not the fleet. Well, maybe they can't afford it. You know as well as I do, keeping a bunch yeah. of B-52s. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. We have we – have the the do B twenty one Raptor is that what they're calling this new bomber that's coming out? And then we got the B we got and then we got the B other B twenty one and then we got the B one the B two and then we got the B fifty two twenty nine the B fifty two is older than I am and we won't get rid yeah. of this bitch this thing just because it's a beast I mean if you put because three beast, of them together yeah. <laughs> if you put three of them together wingtip to wingtip they can go a mile wide and a mile long radius just completely flat this is conventional weapons. Just completely yeah. flatten it, and if you do it like thousand bit, pounds worth of ordnance, they can drop each and one. And if they're dropping like Hades bombs or stuff like that, oh Jesus, man, they, they can wipe out ten mile square area. Uh, and and they're just they can and, wipe and, out every living creature on the European. And we continent. have a lot of them, and we have a lot of them, so we could really stretch them out and do like fifty miles at a time, and just dangerous. We'd, we'd only we would only need two of them to to wipe out all of Japan. Uh, one or two of them to wipe out all of Korea. I mean, think about some of these countries. Oh, we could just fly um, three or four of them over the Middle East and just turn the entire thing into a you oh, know a, no, a they barbecue can definitely carry, They can definitely carry nuclear weapons, and they can carry different types of nuclear weapons. So they have a direct drop nuclear weapon like what was dropped over Hiroshima and Nagasaki, but they can also carry, I think it's eight ballistic missiles uh, yeah, that can be dropped drop out. Yeah, kind of like our submarines do, except they come off. Yeah, they're, they're, they're peace to fight. But they're the only bomber we have that's not stealth. All the other bombers are stealth. Yeah, this bomber. B-29 is isn't stealth, but it's still operating. 
Is there going to be well, I know it's still in, in operation, but yeah, we told people, yeah, we, it's 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 a, I mean, it it's sort. Of, Come back, Jay. Jay has any stealth capabilities? Take the probe out. You may have Take a, the probe out. Of code, a super fast jet. I mean, <laughs> I think it's the fastest, <laughs> fastest, largest bomber we have. Big Brothers watching, listening to Jay right now. <laughs> <laughs> They just oh, what? They just freeze me up because I was spewing too much correctness. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And I was going. I said, "Get the probe out and freeze you." I said, "Get the probe out and freeze you." <laughs> oh, people, live radios and TVs a bitch. Oh yeah, and Carolyn, you can see us on Roku Television. Yes, you can. I know you had asked me. Yeah, we are finally on. It says so. Well, Church and, and um, I too. think I think we're going to be switching to Prime um, instead of Roku. We'll see. Well, we might keep it. You're going to lose the Roku, too. We're going to keep it. I don't know. It, it, it's expensive to keep them all. So we got um, – well, and the hosts bear the cost of this. Yeah, so what is yeah. that? Hey, look, if you want to pay for the monthly cost, I'll put both of them up there. I don't have a problem. Um, I'm doing it. <laughs> we do it at the Church of Mavis so we can get all of, you know, all of our shows out it's, there. It, it's nice. It's a, in your, your stores are – you're also on um, – not a pay for you, but you're on uh, – which one I call it? You know, on demand, so you can just go and get your stuff. Yeah, so you go in Variety, look up Church of Mavis, click on play whatever happens to be in the queue at the time, which I think there's six or eight of them right now that you can go watch. It'll be like the last two months worth of shows. Yeah, and well, it's if great. You're extremely vain. If you're extremely vain like I am, and you want to see yourself on TV, and you can get on a show, boom! I can Speaking watch my big that, let me see head on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let me see. Can we do a this? This I don't know if I like this. Oh shit, man! Yeah, this is a little up close and personal. <laughs> uh, I feel loved, oh, man. man. We need to dip out for, for beer or you know, quick smoke. Oh, we can, you know. <laughs> well, we've been talking about this because on television, it doesn't really matter here, but on television, when there's there's too much space between the picture, so all this space behind this and all. And uh, when, like, I was like watching Michelle and him on the 70 inch last night, and it was just too much space around it. It didn't look right. But of course, when you do this, it's like, oh my God. That's yeah, it. But it gets uh, right in your face. Uh, you know, I was like, yeah, I mean, you see the hair nose up there. Welcome to news on the flip side. Yeah, what you going to be about? Yeah, coming for us. Um, hey, here's a new, here's a new, here's a new uh, slug line for you. Well, welcome to news on the flip side. We're in your, you're wearing your front side. But you have to have the three panels like that, real bright, or you know, big like that. <laughs> oh, I'll have to dig out the original uh, promo for News on Flipside. It was a really good one Stephanie and I had done originally. Um, uh, I know, I, I know, I did that the other night, Dean. I said it. Michelle DeRoche is the manager of the network. Yeah, she manages. Stephanie Benetti used to be the manager, but she's passed. So, God rest her. Yeah, she's she's gone. She died uh, almost two years ago. No, she was the manager for a long time. Yeah. But no, Michelle is now. So anybody looking for a show or trying to get into a show or wanting wanting a show, Michelle's really who you need to talk to. She does all the scheduling. She knows where everything's at. I have not a clue. I know it's the first time I can say that in 22 years of owning this place. I don't know what's going on. And how do you feel about that? Michelle? I love it. I love it like you wouldn't believe it. I'm so happy she takes care of this stuff. Uh, we have all kinds of stuff. We have paid for shows. We have featured shows that you can pay for. We have Roku systems you can pay for. You can get all of them together. Mm-hmm. The page shows just allow you to get in different spots. That's all. Higher, higher, hey, Joe. better, better. Huh. Also, yes, one Jay. other thing about the paneling, uh, Diane says, 
Diane says, if we're, hey, I'm, I just turned my camera off real quick. Uh, upstairs, Diane is watching the show. She says, when you do the three panels, the lighting changes so we, we can, they can see our faces better. Oh, shit. No, we don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, Halloween, so, you know, oh, it's Halloween. Man. Put it up. Let's do it. But, That's, you know, we'll just not go there, people. No, no, we won't. No. <laughs> we have to see how, much, you, see how much the man, numbers start man. dropping. You there know? are no children <laughs> watching this show, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, well, okay, a couple of things we're gonna we got no we we got two hours so we got a lot what well, hour and a half so we still got a lot of news we got to cross. Um, the Ukrainian like I have I'm keeping up on the Ukraine but there's just nothing to really they're not giving us the news they were two weeks ago. So the you know the fact that Russia is not maintaining its long range fleet is weird. I mean, right. I guess they think they got enough ballistic missiles, but they know we're gonna shoot down a lot of missiles. And Elon Musk already said he'll crash Starlink into them. So. It's going to be hard for them to get a, a, a missile over here, maybe with a submarine, and that's if Wolfpack's not doing its job. But if the Wolfpack's yeah, doing its still, job, you're not going to get us that way. The huge now. red flag here is that whole uh, – how many planes, how many bombers? You did, I don't know if you said, but the whole mm. fleet, however many that is, that not – whether they're not being maintained, whether they're not – they don't have the money to – I don't think that's the case. It just this disturbs me that they don't – they're not operating those. It makes you wonder. It makes you think if you're paranoid, and I am – just a little bit. Where did that money go? They have. They must have something better than these planes. That's why they've abandoned them, and they're now part yeah. of a, you know an aerial graveyard. But they where they, is they were the using them in what's the Ukraine? Next, what's the next stage? What, what do they got? They were using them in the Ukraine up till a month ago, and they just pulled them. Right. So that's the, the again brings out the paranoia. In me. Where's the where's what's the next big thing? Of so they pulled those back. Maybe they can only operate one set versus the other. So they put the old bombers, you know, in the graveyard and the new bombers come out next week and they start, you know, who knows what, dropping nuclear or even neutron bombs. You uh, know, what, would, what would we do if he starts dropping that? So um, the British defense, British defense, also the German, whatever they call themselves. In Israel has also said that, yes, it's true that Putin did have a heart attack and a pretty good one from what they're saying. The Russian the Russians are saying no. They're saying it didn't happen. <clears throat> it was it was not real, uh, that it was just misinformation by the enemies out there. Um, well, you know, they of course, I mean, what well, could be disinformation as far as we know, we don't we don't actually know. I mean, we're not could there. Be, could be a false red flag. Yeah. And, but what if it's true? But this, this from, guy's from, got stage four cancer. He's got was it leukemia is the other thing, and then he's got or no? Um, what, what's his other thing? He's got is it the same thing as um, uh, no the shaking the, at, at the um, well, Mark, Parkinson's? The, yeah, Parkinson's. Parkinson's. He's got Parkinson's, and then he has a heart attack. Well, what's it take to kill this guy? I mean, his, his the, last uh, name is Putin, which is only three letters away from Rasputin. I know. Gregory Rasputin. He was he was shot. He was strangled. He was uh, tied, bound, and and drowned in the river, and still managed after he was dropped in the river after being shot, poisoned, stabbed, beaten to a pulp, and then tied and bound and dropped in the river. Still managed to wriggle out of his 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 uh his his bindings when they found his dead body. So what does it take to kill this guy? Is he a relative of Gregory Rasputin? Do we have to poison him next? Do we set him on fire? What's it going to take to kill this dude? See, Vladimir Putin's allies form nightly roundtable after Russian leader 71 suffers suspected heart attack. 
So, so there's there there actually got there's movement inside of Russia, suggesting that this is probably real. Uh, this dude is invincible. Uh, Vladimir Putin reveals what he admires about America. Uh oh, that it's way over there. <laughs> uh, let me see. Can we? Will they? Well, does that mean there's a lot to admire about it? Got some cool stuff. You know first what? I think. Flight? Let's see. Yeah. Let's let. At least when I first in space, they kicked our ass all over. <laughs> and that's Not front, first man. in space. No, first around the planet, first to the moon and back. Uh, Jimmy Lee. They, they had most of the early space things went to them, not to us. Uh, it took first us about, in space, first it took us a while space, like, to catch up. Satellite in space. Yeah, the real the real feather in our cat was the moon land, and of course now they found out that the shoes at NASA aren't the shoes that landed on the moon. So everybody's confused and says it's a hoax. So no, y'all didn't know that. So somebody they got an exhibit that says the the Neil Armstrong's boots. Well, if you look at the bottom of the boot, it's got a round crest on it. Of course, everybody remembers the first steps was this. You know, boot with these lines. Yeah, so uh, so it's the wrong shoes. Now, it's probably not. You know, the one I don't even know if these actually went into space. So now they're thinking, oh, somebody just put the wrong ones in there. But still, more than likely, because there's so many things were lost and destroyed from the Apollo and Mercury and and other. And you know, it's amazing Uh, to me that NASA kept such crappy records of everything. Uh, I mean, who oh was in charge of that? They took videotape and taped over. They took the, the the actual the live videotape that they recorded while they were recording the moon landing live. They took that tape, that first tape of us landing on the moon. They they erased it and recorded over it because they ran out of money and and resources and videotape. I mean, who would do that? Apparently, they would. Because if you think about it, all the video you see of the moon landing, it's it's crap video because it's it's copies of video copies of video copies of video copies. They don't have the original stuff. They don't have the original film anymore. It's all, all destroyed. All right, let's see if we can put this on right quick. Hopefully, everything's in translated real well. This is Vladimir <laughs> Putin. Real re, okay, guys. This is Vladimir it, Putin yeah. reveals what he did, what he admires about America. The women, probably, but anyway, let's move on. And the fact that it's way over there. Putin, the Russian Actually, Russian women are hot, so I don't know why I said that. Putin addressed the General Assembly on Monday for the first time in more than a decade. We are. Yeah. <laughs> it's too early to say whether he will meet President Obama. We looked at what Putin thinks of America and how the world views him Truly in our rules. conversation that took place just days ago outside Moscow. Here's a preview yeah, cool. of Sunday's report for 60 Minutes. Yeah, he looks good in America. There's much conversation, more so than Nishim, any... Nishim Bush, yeah. Maybe they have nothing else to do with America. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Or maybe smart they're man. curious. That's smart is. Or maybe you're an interesting character. Maybe that's what it is. As you know, some have called you a czar. Well, so what? You know, people call me different names. <laughs> well, does the name fit? <laughs> no, it does not fit me. It's not important how I'm called. Whether these are well-wishers, or friends, or political opponents. It's important what you think about you. 
what you must do for the interest of the country which has entrusted you with the position as the head of the Russian state. Are you curious about America? More than simply another nation that you have to deal with. Of course we're curious about what's going on. America exerts enormous influence on the situation in the world as a whole. What do you admire most about America? I like the creativity. 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 Creativity when it comes to tackling problems. Their openness, openness and open-mindedness, because it allows them to unleash the inner potential of their people. And thanks to that, America has attained such amazing results in developing their country. You can see our interview with the president on the season premiere of 60 Minutes. That is Sunday here on CBS. Looking forward to that. Interesting oh. answer, creativity. Did yeah. that, that surprise you? No, not that he feels that, because yeah. I think a lot of people admire that about America. That's mm -hmm. one of the things they hope to. Oh, admire. shut to be that up. Close yes, thank you. Dynamic that dude, man, he was so giddy, man. He was like a little teenager, you know, in, uh, you know, interviewing like some big rock star and shit. He was funny. He was all giggly. You know, like, like yeah, that. like he's interviewing Fred Rogers, you know? Come on. This isn't like, you know, welcome man, to my neighborhood. Is the second most did, did you notice his left hand was draped over his hair? If you ever watch the whole video, I'm curious. I'm going to look at it after the show. I'm going to look at that video. His left arm was draped over the chair like if, as if he was trying to hide something. So maybe he's got some other, another injury or another sickness. Mm, maybe so. Maybe he's got something hooked up to his ass. Yeah, maybe they got him hooked up to a yeah. lidocaine drip so he doesn't have another heart attack on camera. Well, Jay, oh, by the way, Charlie. Yeah, no, Jay, listen to this. How do we know it's not AI? Yeah. Or yeah. Well, that means that whoever that was we were watching had to be lying for me. I don't know if he'd do that or not. The uh, reporter, because yeah. he's pretty famous. So. Charlie yeah, Rudy, yeah, it's it's it looked like Putin. He just he just looked skinny. I mean, he just he just looked he looked pale. He looked tired. He looked sick. He looked sick. He, did, he didn't look yeah. he didn't look terribly sick though. No, he, he didn't. But he's way skinny. If, if you look at a picture from him like two years ago. He was heavier in the face, heavier in the neck. He's 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 yeah. definitely lost some weight, and he's uh. But hey, you know, he look he still looks. He's bombing Ukrainians will take the weight off of you. I mean, it's better than a I keto know. diet. Iran warns of new fronts against the U.S. and Gaza war drags on. Oh, Iran, gosh. Iran, look! Bring it. I wish you could see this. He looked double birdies to you, buddy. Come on! <laughs> I mean, what are you Let's stupid? Go. I got my M9 in the holster, ready to go. I got 15 clips ready to go. I'm ready. Bring Does Iran it. not realize that just what's parked out there is enough to white wipe his whole country out? I mean, is he that stupid? We don't <laughs> have to send anything else out there. We don't I've have to send any troops if we don't want to. How big is Iran? That, I mean, I've been saying hey, Google, that. How big is Iran? Started. The surface Seriously. area of Iran is 636,400 square miles. I also found an answer to this question. How old is Iran? Do you want to hear it? No. no so it's, it's like the size of Ohio. <laughs> the surface area of Ohio is 44,825 square miles. Okay, maybe it's not Ohio, but it's not that big. Google, stop. Hey, Google, stop. It's, 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 it's not that big, so. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's, but that's what I don't understand about Iran. Like you said, Joe. 
don't they realize what we have and what we could do to them? Well, they do, but they're ignorant. They See, look at, look at our, they're look using at our equipment. Yeah, but look it at Iraq. <laughs> Iraq was running around. At the time we attacked Iraq, they had the largest standing military in the world at 1.5 million people. Okay. So they thought they were they they were the shit. They had Russian weapons. They had triple A. They had state of the art this. They even said state of the art American weapons. F we fourteen Tomcats, F fifteen Strike Eagles. Yeah, we're the we're the ones that put they stupid in power in the first place. They're still using yeah. it. So, you know, and the Iraq. So Iraq was, you know, they just beat Iran. They just they they beat the crap out of Iran. Iraq kind of beat them up pretty bad. They even used mustard gas on them and stuff. So they were figuring, yeah. all right, what's what's America? And I, I don't know what. Because you know, America hadn't been in any real war since Vietnam, and technically we lost Vietnam. And so technically it wasn't even a real war. It was more yeah, of a guerrilla yeah. contact. So so they figured, okay, we, we can take on America. And then, but you see, what they didn't realize is we learned our lesson from Vietnam and we weren't going to do any more half-ass wars. We either going to kill you or we not. Yeah. So we decided that for six months. We just bombed them into the Stone Age. We watched CNN reporters in those hotel rooms watching the cruise missiles go under by. cables while they're getting bombed. But you know, yeah. the guy's outside the window. He's, amazing. Why, he's, he's got the camera on the cruise missile. The other guy's trying to drag him back in before the cruise missile explodes and wipes him out or something. Yeah. That that was that was what sold me on CNN. It's a shame that they've become such a piece of shit network now. But um, they, um, but, the but IRA, it goes to show the the, the, the the technology at the time. I mean, we were dropping bombs. On places where we knew the bad guys were, and the good guys were right across the street. Yeah, literally. I mean, if you, if you watched any of the original Iran Iraq war, the first was Operation Desert Storm or whatever, those initial um, videos from the from the Baghdad bombing. Uh, I mean, you're right. I mean, that was that guy Wolf Blitzer was standing like in on the balcony as the cruise missiles flying behind him, and the other the other black fella, I forget his name, the black uh, CNN guy, the real famous guy, Bernie something or other. Grabs and pulls them inside, and they they're hunkering under the table while they're getting bombs dropped around them to the places where the bad guys were, but they weren't. It's, it, amazing footage. It was it was it was insanity, is what it was. Um, oh no, Janine. Uh, yeah, the the guy in Maine. Yeah, they found him dead by a self inflicted gun wound, is what it says. They really haven't given out much any more details than that, but they did find him dead, shot himself. Well, what else was he going to do? It was either that or suicide by police because the police were coming at him full force. They were not. They were, were definitely going to be uh, using deadly force. Period. On uh, what's this? A he, literal... he was dead one way or the other, whether it was by the police himself or later on after court by the prisoners that he, he goes to jail with. I thought we would get rid of the literal combat chips. I remember hearing that not too long ago. Literal combat chips is firing the SM6 missiles now. Huh? Yeah, yeah. That's that's what it says. They they're. Because I know the Navy was getting rid of them. They weren't real happy with them overall as a ship. They made a lot of them, too, but for some reason they weren't. But what kind of ship is it? It's a They call it literal, literal, whatever, L-I-T-T-O-R-L-A combat ship. That's what it's called. Literal. I remember the, yeah. I remember this, this particular that, ship. This ship came out. Cor what the hell they got over in Russia? What's the name of their little ship? Corvettes? Yeah, it might be something like Corvette. This one's got the double fins on each side. It's a big ass ship, and I mean, it's uh, they switched the move. Well, it's interesting that they're going to have Tomahawks on board too. Oh shit! That uh, they keep upgrading the Tomahawk to the damn thing. You're not even going to see it when it's flying anymore. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it's so it's a trimaran. Is what it is. 
It's a big it's got, steel it's got ship. Three there. pontoons, the central hull, and two pontoons. So it's, it's yeah. basically like a catamaran or a trimaran. Uh, they don't necessarily look like there's three separate hulls, which you typically find on trimarans and catamarans, but that's what it is. Wait, so which country did we let join NATO recently from the 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 uh, the Scandinavian countries? Who was it? Because um, no. it says uh, Russian intrusion. Norwegians confronted on their own land. So Russia's pushing around over there, huh? Because I know we just allowed two two uh, um, countries from up there into NATO. I know what was I think one was Switzerland or Switzerland somewhere. Uh, Finland. Finland joined uh, April fourth, two thousand twenty-three. There was one other one besides. I think it joined last year or something. But it's um. Look, don't go try to invade Nor Norway, Russia. We'll have to get involved in that. Well, you won't even leave it as an option. Do you think Putin and she had a setup? Well. You know, you know, Putin just go and start bombing all this shit, and then when America is like really low and has nothing to defend Taiwan, then China can get into Taiwan. Ah, we're never letting China in Taiwan. Ooh, Northern Macedonia in 2020 and Finland in 2023. Yeah, it um, unless for some reason. I don't know why we would just. Uh, we've already said a hundred times we would defend Thailand. All right, Israel hits Gaza from air around the sea with massive explosions. It's um, come on, Jay, relax, man. You just like, come on, you're being a Debbie Downer today, buddy. Come on, cheer up, <laughs> Debbie Downer. Oh man, I still want to see these polls that have Joe Biden at fifty six percent approval rating. You know, wars yeah, will do that for you, but I can't. This ain't a war for us. Uh. This is, yeah. I mean, he may have got some numbers go up due to the fact he dropped some troops in Israel, but, you know. Biden hits back at Iranian groups after 20 attacks. Ooh, what did he have to say? Uh, is it, no, it, no, Israeli hits. I think we went, that's what we went and blew up them two Libya things about. U.S. conducts airstrikes in Syria after Iranian backed attacks on U.S. troops. <clears throat> Yeah, they, they, what, attacked our army bases over there. I mean, dragging us in, I know they always say it brings another chair to the table, but not in this case. We're looking for a reason. Look, okay, people in the Middle East, I know we have a, I know we have a big audience. I, mean, I even know we have a big audience on Iran. Uh, we have people listening all, all over the Middle East. So a piece of advice. We have a madman for a president right now, Okay. He don't actually know what the red button does, so he could just accidentally blow your asses up. And unless he's sitting <clears> on the toilet, I guarantee you the man probably doesn't know what room he's in. Yeah, so you're, you're playing with your own lives because if he thinks this can get him reelected, he's going to wipe all of y'all out. Yeah, he'll leave like Dubai and, and Egypt and he'll the country, leave the uh, countries that we, we get money yeah. from, not give money to. We yeah, will keep and, and Saudi and, and right. Israel will get to stay. All the rest of y'all will die. I mean, is it's, that what you're after it, here? Isn't it funny that Millie retired a month ago and all of a sudden this shit happened? Uh, what, what was that, Carol? I'm just telling you, people, you got to be careful here. You 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 messing with a madman? No, with Trump it's different. Trump would have just been this shit wouldn't be going on with Trump. 
Yeah, it wouldn't have started in the first place. Because immediately, the day this happened, Trump would have deployed stuff all over, blew all kind of shit up, and said, really, do y'all really want to go to war? There would have been no more Hamas. Every place we knew they existed, we would have attacked in one day. Yes, because yeah. we, we're not going to put up with it. We consider it an attack yeah. on us. Once you, I, I once you took, our, our, yeah, a guaranteed thing is our our, our intelligence community, uh, intelligence community knows exactly where they all are, knows exactly who their members are, probably knows more about that group than the Israelis do, even though the Israelis are closer. And they also have a very good spy community as we do. Uh, but we know something. We wouldn't have dropped these advisors, these troops, in there without knowing something's coming down. Something really shitty is coming down the pike. Yeah, well, that well, that's the problem for all of these people. Once you attacked America, you're just asking to die. China is not going to come save you. Russia is not going to come save you. They won't uh, get involved. Yes, because if they do, that means we can get involved in the Ukraine. So if, they're if not. If we going went back there. into Afghanistan, maybe Russia would say something about that. But uh, everywhere else, they probably couldn't give a two craps. No, Russia don't care what happens to any of these countries. But Iran, they, oh, well, Iran doesn't give do them have, weapons. They do still have some still strong ties to Afghanistan, even though that we, we kind of had conflict with them over the 80s about that, but they still have claims to it. <laughs> well, look, people, I just, I just, you know, uh, I just know it could get really bad over there really fast. And, and it uh, seems like it's heading in that direction. I mean, and we, don't, maybe, live, we don't live over maybe there. Maybe Joe, so. maybe Joe, we can be lucky. We can be, we can, you know, pray for the best. Maybe the fact that we drop these troops in Israel will calm things down in the next day or two. Possibly. But it, I mean, I they just they just launched a bunch of rockets over Gaza just a few hours ago. It doesn't seem to have any effect yet. Oh, here we go. An urgent warning: U.S. needs to be prepared to fight Russia and China, China simultaneously. Well, that's yeah. When. What? I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't. If it does happen, it's going unless to this, be... unless this stuff in Gaza and Hamas and Israel sparks off a third world war. Um, whatever's going on down there, China has no dog in the fight either. I mean, neither do we. We were. I mean, other than the fact that we're very close allies to Israel, we don't have a dog in this fight. We weren't attacked. Americans weren't originally sought out. Americans, yes, were captured. Probably inadvertently because we have a lot of you know tourists over there, uh, but we have no dog in the fight, and we really, like Joe said, shouldn't be over there. No, we shouldn't. Oh, no. yeah, uh, no, I agree with you. What do you mean, peeps? No, 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 no. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. If if the U.S. goes and starts putting really ground troops in, will we go drop thirty thousand, fifty thousand? We start pulling troops out of Germany. You know, the shit's coming. Yeah, but. Look! Look at it from a uh, look at it from a reporter's point of view, Joe. You've got our closest allies, one of our our only ally in that area, actually, our our very closest friend in NATO, uh, whom we have been giving our or not giving but selling, you know, at a good rate to our friends, our equipment, military equipment, guns, ammo, uh, flight suits, you know, all kinds of stuff for their army, air force, and navy. Now think about that. Why would we have to send in advisors to our our best friends in NATO who have been using our equipment for what forty years? A long time, yeah, a long time. Why, unless why it's would something we send new. Advisors, unless well, we're sending because, in, unless we're giving them F twenty two Raptors or some kind of new you know space based missile launch weapon, 
they don't need our advisors. They need troops. They need warm bodies. They need cannon fodder. Send in a platoon of Marines and let them go out. Yeah, that's what I, I was told. They would send in a whole platoon of Marines. That's what I was told. On you know, at least that's at least that's what Jeff was under the impression that they had sent in was a a, a flock of Marines. But who knows how many? It's um, it's at the point where if the U.S. just right now just needs to stay out of it. I mean, they just need to stay. I out agree. Of it. We we got we've got our finger if, in too uh, many pies as it is. We're spread out. We've given weapons to everybody. We haven't replenished our weapon supplies. Uh, we've really pushed the boundaries. Our fewer and further between. You know, well, we still have NATO, which has grown. So NATO's pretty powerful yeah. in itself. What, so if, if, if Hamas decided to attack, let's say, New Jersey, what is NATO going to do for us? Well, we don't need NATO for that. By the time NATO though. mobilizes to assist us in the Hamas-New Jersey war... <laughs> Five bucks says, A, Hamas is lost already in like the opening hours. And then most of the Americans in the area, I'd drive up there. It's only three hours for me, four hours for me to get to New Jersey. I can have guns. I'll drive there. I'll shoot some people myself. They're not easy. What would and how fast could nature do? Think what? Nothing. You know how many Pennsylvania and Pennsylvania, how many deer hunters we got up in here? Millions. Millions. No, not millions. There's a lot. We got a lot. We got a lot. It's a huge state sport. 15, 15 miles from me is an Orvis Hill Country shooting range. They have sporting clays, uh, uh, five you know, clay, clay target stations. They also have fields that they fill with birds that you can take your corporate guys for your Christmas big Christmas uh, business party and, and go out and shoot a bunch of birds. It's very, very cool. Yay. So, yes, we have a lot of hunters. We have a lot of guns in the state. Same way in West Virginia. Yeah, uh, Russia is declaring war on Elon. Uh oh. Oh, good. What do they have to say to Elon? Let's hear this. They said, they said if if Elon, what's his name, Brzezinko, said if Elon keeps helping uh, the Ukrainians with the satellites, they're going to shoot him down. Man, look, look, Russia. I would not start shooting at his satellites. He might start crashing into your big satellites up there. Y'all forget he's got like seven, eight thousand up there. Now his goal is at forty-two thousand satellites up there. So if, if I was y'all, I'd leave him alone because he already said if you try to shoot a continental ballistic missile, he just ran one of his satellites into it. So what's going to happen is you're going to shoot down eight or nine of his satellites, and he's going to go find all your strategic satellites in space and knock their asses out into deep space. Then what the hell are you going to do? I don't, this, this is not the old Here's something else to chew on, Joe. He, he's got billions of dollars of money, lots of time on his hands, and thousands and thousands of employees and resources so he gets the news pretty quick about stuff, A, B, and C. He's got the money, time, and resources, and just the I don't give a crap attitude to go ahead and do it. And he will do it. So I guarantee whatever Elon has promised to do to Russia, if Russia does certain things, I guarantee you he's going to do it, and he will succeed. He, he's, he's not going to play around. He already told Russia this. Russia, Russia said, well, there's nothing you can do to stop a nuclear bombs. And he said, yeah, I could just run my satellites into them and knock your ballistic missiles into space or your warheads into space. He said, you're not, you're technically, he said, he said, technically, y'all not a threat to us anymore because he's got more, more satellites than Russia has missiles. And like he told Russia, I can build satellites much faster than you can build missiles. Yeah. <clears throat> Plus, his missile system, I mean, Elon's missile is the best in the world by any, anybody's standards, including our own. I mean, this guy takes off, he lands, he go play wreak havoc on Russia. 
Um, Russia just needs to, I mean, he can start his own little damn war. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know why, but I just feel like nothing's really going to happen, dude. I think it's just nothing's going to happen. Yeah, all we can do I, I, I agree. I, I feel the same way, but it is still not good news. It's not pleasant to hear that we're sending people over there. Uh, not pleasant to hear that we're getting involved in another conflict. Uh, but uh, the, the fact of the matter is, is that what some of the things that have been going on over there are, are fairly brutal. I mean, they're, they're worse than if, if, if some of the things that we've heard about that are coming out of the Hamas-Israel conflict were to be put in a horror movie, that horror movie would be rated X for the amount of violence that's in it, not for sex, but for the violence. Uh, and you know, if we're if we're at least smart, we got to be prepared. So is that does that mean sending troops on the ground? According to Biden, I guess it does. But if we didn't prepare for the like some huge thing coming down the road, and then it does, you know, whose fault is that? Is that our fault? Is that Israel's fault? Is that NATO's fault? Someone needs to at least rally behind someone being attacked out of the clear blue sky and having their citizens lit on fire and caught and captured for hostage and money. This is not a good thing, period. Uh, and see, that's the other thing. As we start getting hostages, I don't know, man. It's, it makes me nervous. Uh, it just makes me nervous thinking that we could... we could. Because people forget about the Iran hostage affair with Jimmy Carter. You know, we're lucky we didn't end up in World War Three over that. What's it? Who was it? Mossad that came in and got all those hostages off that airplane, Joe? I don't actually remember, to be honest with you. So long I, I believe I believe it was Mossad. If you, are you talking about that? Um, oh, a long, long time ago in the seventies, yeah, they, they wrote a movie. They did a movie about it. Yeah, there's several several movies have been done about it. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let me see if it'll let me bring this up. Why in the hell stop that? Cancel. Well, I'll tell you what. You got to go find that all kind of interesting stuff to this. Jimmy, uh, it makes me a little nervous, dude. I mean, in the end, if somebody kills a bunch of Americans, we're going to get pissed. It's, it's going to be an outrage, and we're going to have to do something about it, just like the Twin Towers, just like in other times this has happened. I'm just saying, man, if if we've got troops on the ground and somebody drives a truck in and kills 100, 200, 300 Americans, we're going to lose our freaking mind. Plus, they already got hostages they haven't released, which is already pissing people off. Mm -hmm. Sooner or later, America's going to get outraged over the hostages. It's just a matter of time. So it's something that needs to be dealt with. And now we're over there blowing up Syrian bases. We're just using this as an excuse to blow their bases up. Yep. Exactly. Well, yeah, maybe they do need to be blown up, but it's, you know. What about so, Turkey, Joe? Uh, what about Turkey? That's a big thing in the area. Nobody knows what Turkey is. I know. They, in Turkey, them, they were attacking army bases over there. Yeah, well, Turkey hates a lot of stuff over there, and Syria is yeah. one of them. So. Well, I mean, look at where they are. They're right in the middle of all the conflict. I mean, they're right between Russia and Ukraine. <laughs> they're right between Israel and Hamas. You know, the, the next major conflict's going to land on their front door. <laughs> I mean, I'd be kind of pissed and paranoid too. Yeah, they're they're they've they've got some issues they got to worry about over there. It's um, unfortunately, but then Egan, you know, he's got his own way of thinking, his own way of doing things. He got in trouble with us at first because something to do. He's making a trade with Russia for some uh, missile defense system 
but he's a NATO country and he buys from America. So America goes like, well, wait a minute now. You can't be bringing Russian technology and it's not compatible with everybody else's. Um, so then it became a big stink and then they didn't want to let the new two uh, Scandinavian countries in for whatever reason they didn't want to. Uh, it just kept becoming more and more of a pain in the ass. And, you know, Turkey's always been kind of on the edge. You know, I was kind of, I was actually surprised when they let Turkey into NATO. Because Turkey, I wouldn't consider Turkey our best friend. And I don't, I don't trust them as far as I can throw they, their They were former NATO. Warsaw Pact, weren't they? Yeah, I thought they were. I thought they were not friendly to um, Americans back in the day. And then all of a sudden now they are. But anyway, let's put this up right quick. And hit the magic play button. And hit the magic. To the 20 rocket and drone attacks against our troops in Iraq and Syria in just the past 10 days. And late last night, the Pentagon says it did just that. Bombing two military sites in eastern Syria used by Iranian-backed militias. The fighting between the U.S. and Iran comes as massive explosions have rocked Gaza all morning. With our Fox News team on the ground reporting, it's the heaviest fighting they have seen in the this violent three-week war. Fox team coverage from across the globe over the next two hours and the breaking news from the war in the Middle East. We are going to start with Trey Yinks live in southern Israel. Shabbat started just a few hours ago, Trey. Yet you've seen bombardment all day. What's the latest from there? Yeah, John, good afternoon. The sun went down a few hours ago, and the Israelis have been ramping up airstrikes all along the Gaza Strip. The past several hours, we've seen Israel hitting the northern part of Gaza from the air, the ground, and the sea. Some massive explosions behind us, shaking the entire ground. Still the roar of Israeli fighter jets overhead. There was a lot of drone activity here along the border earlier. The Israelis picking out their next target along the Gaza Strip. We do expect this fire and these strikes to continue tonight and throughout the night. Over the past 48 hours, the Israelis have conducted a number of raids inside Gaza, but they have been limited ground incursions, entering, destroying Hamas and Islamic Jihad cells, and then pulling out with those troops. This is significant, though, tonight, because over the past 21 days, we've not seen any sort of bombardment like we are witnessing unfolding here in southern Israel. John? Trey, I think we've got Sandra with us as well. Sandra? Uh, Trey, as far as the night is concerned, um, you have a lot of experience watching uh, how the activity tends to step up. Do you think this gets worse before it gets better in the next couple of hours? It certainly could. Traditionally, the factions inside Gaza have reduced their rocket fire at night. They're trying to preserve the supply that they have. They are now firing anywhere from 200 to 400 rockets a day. But tonight we saw rockets being fired from the northern part of Gaza towards southern and central Israel. Air raid sirens sounding for hundreds of thousands of people, sending them to bomb shelters. Just yet another reminder that despite the heavy artillery bombardments and airstrikes against the Strip, the factions in Gaza maintain their ability to fire on major population centers in Israel. We've been texting with forces inside Gaza tonight, but we are getting reports in right now that connectivity for Gazans, uh, both internet and cellular, has dropped off in a number uh -oh. of locations. So we're working to confirm those reports and trying to bring you more information on what the situation might be like inside Gaza in terms of getting any new information out. Yeah, you know, Trey, I'm just reading here, uh, the Palestinian telecommunication company Jawal said that uh, mobile phone service and internet in Gaza has been cut off due to heavy bombardment. Of course, it, it's a tried and true tactic 
that whenever uh, one nation is going to invade another, uh, that it does its best to cut off telecommunications, to disrupt communications between the enemy. Uh, do we know if that's potentially the case? Does, does this potentially suggest that a ground invasion of Gaza is imminent? Yeah, could it suggest it's that. It's a possibility. And it's hard for us to predict the timeline for the ground offensive. We do understand, according to top military officials, this is not a matter of if, but rather when. Today, I was in Tel Aviv among a small group of journalists meeting with Israel's defense ministry, and he spoke about this very issue. And I asked him also, once the Israeli forces do enter Gaza, how long will they stay there for? And he said, this is not a question of weeks, but rather months. They will be counting in months. And that really illustrates just how difficult the battle will be for Israeli forces when they do enter. These nighttime raids have provided us with an illustration of what that's going to look like. There will be D-9 armored bulldozers entering first, trying to clear a path for tanks and APCs. They'll be followed by infantry troops that will have to fight block to block. There will be thousands of Hamas and Islamic Jihad fighters engaging these soldiers, ambushing them, trying to stop them in any way possible. And the Israelis understand they are up against an enemy that isn't afraid to die. This is a concerted effort by the factions in Gaza to prepare for a ground incursion. You can hear in the distance there, those airstrikes have started again. But that's part of why the Israelis are striking Gaza so hard right now. They want to soften the target and then ultimately, when the orders are given, enter on the ground. All right, Trey Yanks live there on the ground for us. Trey, we're going to get back to you shortly as this news continues. Thank you. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Live from Fox News. We've always got to give yeah, uh, to whatever host network it was. What he what he said isn't isn't untrue and it's very scary. I and mean, probably what will happen is you'll see that now the invasion is going to happen probably in the early morning, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6, 7, 8 a.m., probably just before businesses would open in the region so that nobody's in their businesses getting hurt. Uh, if they were a terrorist group, it would happen just after those business owners had opened their businesses and they'd start the invasion. But you'll see the hours before the invasion, in the very early morning, like 2, 3, maybe even 4 a.m., you'll see a, a uh, increase in rocket volleys, even though they'll probably be at night and in the dark. But again, like the, like the report said, to soften up the areas for where the troops are going. And then as soon as the rocket volley ends, that's when the Israeli troops will enter and all hell will break loose. Well, let me take that back to Gettysburg for the, the Confederates. Honestly, they did that uh, cannon barrage before they did Pickett's charge and they were overshooting their people over, you know what I mean? And the Confederates got their butts kicked by the Union. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So launching all those missiles into Gaza, they don't know what they're hitting. Yeah. You know? No. Well, I mean, if... The- if they have intelligence as good as us, they're pretty. They'd be pretty close. Um, now, but real quick, wait, real right, quick, no, this, real quick. Just, your, your your example is awesome because have you ever been to Gettysburg? I've actually been there a couple times. Oh, dude, I've been up the there. The terrain is it, oh, it's rough. It's all rocks all over the place. It's rough terrain. So yeah. I mean, if if you're going to go fight somebody, you don't fight them in their own backyard. Like like Sean, if you were to come and attack me in Rockville, Maryland, where I grew up, and try to you know, get my house, get my money, get my food, or whatever. You wouldn't make it. I, I know the area. I've, I've been. I grew up as a kid there. I know the area so well. You wouldn't make it, even no, with no. even with heavy intelligence. So the, the same thing goes to this. They 
we just don't know the region. They don't know the region, but we have to go off of our intelligence and hope that it's accurate. Now, back in uh, when we did, was it Iraq? The beginning, did they have Navy SEALs? Like on that plane? Yeah, yeah well, on that damn they, they two helicopters we sent in. They used uh, the laser pointers in order to direct the missiles in. Yeah, they used to do that too. They, they'd put in spotters and send them in. Uh, but we we lost a whole Navy, two Navy SEALs teams in uh, Iran over those hostages that they took uh, that Iran had, and all because they didn't. The Jimmy Carter did a bad thing, and they didn't realize what was going to happen to those helicopters flying through the desert. Well, and, and you know, there's something that makes me mad about that incident is everybody blames Carter for it. It isn't Carter's fault. Technically, so, it's not. It should have been the general in charge. What happened was, is he ordered the the general to send in the troops to get the, the 400 and some odd or however many, it was probably in the 400 and some odd 20 days of, of the hostage takeover, but he ordered them to take the, the helicopters and get those, get, get those people out. The general who organized the, the uh, extraction sent helicopters that were equipped to fly in the deep jungle, you know, like Vietnam era helicopters, to fly through the desert. He didn't take uh, desert-equipped helicopters and send them through the desert. He sent jungle helicopters through the desert. Blackhawks, weren't they? Yeah, I think they were I don't Black think the Blackhawk was around yeah. back then. I think, yeah, they were I think that's what it was. Black, Black Hawk down. I think that's what it was. Were they Blackhawks? They might have been. I thought they I were don't, I, 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 I'm not going to swear But it. in any event, he sent the wrong equipment. The equipment failed along the way. All the troops died. And if the ones that didn't die were captured and then killed. So, I mean, either way. It was a disaster. And it was a disaster on the general's part, but, but, but President Carter took all the backlash for it, which is what he did the right thing by sending those troops. It's just that had it, had it actually been successful and they got those hostages out of Iran, would have been a whole different story. Carter would have gotten a second term, hands down, no question. And he would have been thought of as one of the, if not, the best president on the planet until the next really cool thing happened. Until probably somewhere in Reagan's administration, where he will he be forgotten about? Yeah, well, that's the problem. I mean, that all that I guaranteed Reagan a shoe, and and Reagan said, you know, when he was on TV, he said, I, "If the hostages aren't released before I'm president, I'm coming to get them." And of course, the day of the the he won, they were released. And of course, <laughs> they said they did it that way to not to give any president credit. No. They were doing it because Ronald Reagan was going to come kill him, and he he was one of yeah. those kind of presidents. He wasn't going to put up with that bullshit. There's some things you can't you can't uh, allow to go on, and dealing with terrorists is one. And that's something that both Obama and Biden did, which is illegal in this country to give money for terrorists for when they take our people, and yet we did it anyway. Uh, we gave money to ter- to Pakistan, and they housed that Al Qaeda guy. We've given money to India. They've got terrorists from, you know, who've attacked us in their well, India, unfortunately, we're stuck with India because they're still the Commonwealth of the Brits and an ally. Yeah. And, but uh-huh. India is a, a reluctant ally. They still like to buy shit from Russia. You'd think India'd want to learn a lesson after watching all this Russian equipment fail. Maybe they should stop being cheap asses and start buying real equipment because China is building a real army and a real navy. Yeah. Well, they can buy like, from us. They can buy our old stuff. We got plenty of it. Think about it, Michael. Uh, you, you're saying that China and, and, and India share a border, and they hate each other. Oh, yeah. China, yeah. India, and Pakistan 
share a border, and all three of them hate each other just as bad. Yeah, they did. The Indians, Indians take the Pakistanis, and then vice versa, all the way around. That whole well, that's um, region. It was it was in like nineteen twenty. I forgot when it was when India and Pakistan split, but it wasn't because of the countries. It was because of the religions, Hindu and and, and Muslim. That's what caused the split. Yeah, because the two religions couldn't get along with each other. Well, the majority of Indi- Indians are Hindu. Not that some of them were Muslim. It's just the majority were Hindu. And then back then, well, they when it happened, two different languages. And back then, when it happened, I think it was a lot of people dying. A lot. Yeah. And um, all over it, the it name of religion. Put along the religious and and uh, and uh, bilingual lines. I mean, the Pakistan is a group that spoke one dialect of the Indian language, and the Indians speak another one. They both have different points of view on the religion and. Basically, split uh, the country in half. And Donnie, well, it'd be two and a half billion people. They'd be bigger than China. Harry got a good way of helping them in, in Israel. Throw like about two thousand pigs into Gaza and let them run. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Let them run. Uh, shit. That you, you know what? Maybe first, maybe that's where Spain should have to run out of the bulls this year is in Gaza. No, uh, yeah. pigs. I like Sean's idea. Grease them up. Thousand pigs. Let them run through the streets. See you. See who they. Uh, see who they see ferret out. They're yep. good. At, they're good at finding shit under the dirt. You know. So they get it running you over too. They don't jump over you like a horse will do. They'll just run you over. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have no no qualms on stepping on your human self. Uh, Johnny, <laughs> um, there's been several reports of Putin having uh, issues. Now, this is the first time I heard about a heart attack, but there've been other reports. You got to watch. Because Pravda and the other whatever newspaper they have over there, or media company, I should say now, uh, doesn't or not going to report anything bad about Putin. Are you crazy? You'd yeah, be without a government, job if you were still left alive. Bureaus. Yeah, you would. You would be in prison for sure, breaking rock in Siberia. Um, it's. It's no. They're not going to talk about it. They're just not to. You mean China? Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping's different. Xi Jinping. Spent a lot of time in America. And um, I don't think he went to school here, but after he got out of school, he spent a lot of time here learning how Westerns work. That's why he has an easier time dealing with us than other leaders. Um, well, because he knows you can push Westerns so far. And he knows how stupid go. we can be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he knows that you can push it so far, but he also knows there's a breaking point. He's seen it himself. So, you know, you can screw with Americans and get a lot of things going. Like he was lying about, remember, they said he was going to have a $26 trillion economy. I was going to be 32. They were catching us fast. Trump came in and said, that's bullshit. There's no way you got that economy. You don't have the power to have that kind of economy. So Trump started pushing and pushing and pushing. We started finding out they built a lot of their buildings all around the country were empty. There was nothing in them. Uh, they weren't completed. They were just basically storage places for minerals, uh, you know, like copper, wire, stuff like that. So if they ever needed them in the future, they would be there. Um, you know, basically storing up, buying up stuff and, and putting it somewhere, you know, so they had it. But there was there was just no need for those buildings. They're not, their economy's not expanding that fast. I think this year they reforecasted at like 11.5 or 11.8 trillion. Uh, yeah, Trump heard them bad. And the problem for China is... Every time China does something stupid, it costs them money. So COVID, they haven't recovered from COVID. Europe still not don't have faith in shopping with them. And frankly, Europe should ban any shopping with China and, and use other sources. All of us should. You want to stop China as a problem in the world enemies? Just stop giving them money. It's a simple concept. 
Russia well, ain't got no money to give. You can also stop treating them like a problem and treat them more like a friend. You know. Well, we tried that. that. We tried that. Yeah. Nixon, remember? Nixon went over there and studied everything out with him. We yeah, made all he kind may of not have been the right guy. <laughs> and we did. No, I mean, no, we did it. We've had all kind of great trade deals with them all. China's just communist. They can't help themselves. They steal ideas. They steal intellectual property. Their products are crappy. That's why we don't really worry about their jets or their chits, because if, if they're anything like the products they send the rest of the world, they're crap. Uh, I mean, they've already gotten in trouble for poisoning our kids, poisoning our dogs, using lead paint. I mean, they're yeah. just, they're just, you know, plus now they want to go get in, in, in the South China Sea and start problems with Japan and Korea and the Philippines. And everybody's just tired of it. You know, they're like, look, stop. You're not the all-powerful nation. And what's weird about China is for 5,000 years, they stayed behind their wall. Yeah, very, very secluded. Yes. Go back to stand behind your wall. Now, all of a sudden, they want to burst out. You're going to die. Well, they have to, really. With 1.4 billion people, they don't have the resources. They don't have the resources anymore to do everything in country. They don't, and, and that's another thing, as we cut them off, because they had made all kinds of uh, trade deals in South America and the U.S., we, we have what is called the America's Treaty. The U.S. started putting pressure on places like Venezuela and Argentina for dealing with them, and mm -hmm. uh, they quit. They're like, no, we don't, we don't want to risk pissing off America. They're like, they can't get coffee, away. they can't get tobacco, they can't get fibers. And then poor Russia can't get anything. Russia's mm -hmm. to the point where it's it's uh, they can't. They, uh, something the other day I was reading an article the other day so they got they got a black market cheese market there right so a block of cheddar we're talking like a quarter pound block of cheddar seven hundred American dollars to get oh my god and Dang. they want yeah and that's what they want they want to be paid in U S money not in rubles <laughs> I mean a, a one pound block of cheese at the Walmart here costs like eighteen dollars I was wow. like I mean, uh, it's huge. But but you think about that. They have that 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 black market set up since before or since during the the, the Cold War. You remember during the eighties, if you, when you had a chance to go, if you were able to go and visit Ro Ro Moscow or Russia, what were the things that Americans were bringing over there? They were filling their luggages with Levi's jeans and booze, bringing it over there, and what what got through usually was the jeans. And they were trading the jeans for like, you know, $1,000 sable coats, sable fur coats and sable fur hats, uh, things that over here would have cost in the you know, hundreds, and, hundreds and thousands of dollars. You know how much a, a full length uh, sable mink coat costs? I don't, but they're not cheap. No, uh, they're not cheap. They're getting them for like just... one pair of jeans, two pair of jeans. Do you know Back what you 80s, what was it, was it costing me uh, 27 bucks? $27 for a pair of jeans. That's they, that was the money and the currency of the time in the, in Russia in the eighties and nineties. Do you know what you could get for a Zippo lighter? Oh God, probably oh, a case God, of vodka. Good stuff. Oh God. Yeah. A case of vodka. Easy. Let's yeah. see. Although Russians is increasingly having difficulties recruiting new armed forces, Russian citizens are choosing to fight on the side of the Ukraine. This is reported by the German website. Uh, they are, what is it? What is it? The article? Russian citizens turn against Putin must destroy Kremlin regime. So there's a big article on this. Uh, several so different Russian citizens are going to Ukraine to fight? Is yes. that what it said? Yeah, and they have been for a while now. I had heard about nice. this before. Can I ask you guys a question uh, real quick? 
What happens if yep. uh, the Russian people, you know, destroy Putin and the Kremlin? What does it become? It's up to them. Yeah, and who knows? I would imagine it would be some sort of democracy based on yeah. our system. Well, technically they are a democracy. Yes. Technically they are a democracy. Their their problem is is we're not a democracy, but they are. They're democratic uh, socialism is what they're yeah, trying so, to be. And it just isn't working. No, it doesn't work. So but originally when what's his name, you know, missed a spot on his head when he did it, they were they went into being a democracy. And that's Gorbachev. what they want to be. Yeah, that that's the actually what they want to be. Glasnost and Perestroika. That's yeah, what started that's this it. whole spiraling yeah. down snowball yeah, so, into hell that we're in. Yeah, so they they wanted and, and Russian people still want to be a democracy. It's just Putin got in there. So when Medvedev was in, there was there was some bad stuff, but Medvedev was controllable. He wanted to be, but when Putin got in, Putin's ex KGB. He wanted yeah. old school. He wanted the Soviet Union back, which was never going to happen. Nobody yeah, was even China didn't want the ex the Soviet he Union. He wants back. the old school czars re reinstated, and and Medvedev was at least. At least modernly, forwardly thinking of trying to get Russia into the modern age without being, you know, a bunch of punks. Mm, it's it's it's. No, we already talked about the um, them making threats on us. You're talking about the the yeah. Um, you're talking about Iran. We ain't worried about Iran. We, we well, they might have a nuke, but we got we got six thousand of them, so it's a little bit different. But it is kind of crazy that you're reading. And, and what got me about this article was when I when I first seen it, you know, I always save them for the show later on. So when I come back, I always pop them in to do a search just to see if anything new has been added to it. Man, I mean, this came up on, on a dozen. It's Z News, MSN News. It's on Wikipedia. It's, it, well, it's of course, everything's wow. on Facebook. If it's on Wikipedia. That's fast because they're usually yeah, an encyclopedia. Not a, they're not a news you know, uh, Reuters has it, Instagram has it, Facebook has it, all kind of people have it. X has it, um, you know, and and these are these are articles that are you know Reuters and all of them are pretty decent news, even though they're kind of lefty, uh, but they're still getting <laughs> news out there. And um, well, I mean, they're reporting it, so it, it's not a bogus story; it's a legit story. And I'd already heard about one whole battalion of Russians going over to the Ukraine. I, I had picked it up. Uh, what do I do with you? There you are. I had picked it up the story. A battalion of, a of Russian years, but... military or a battalion of Russian civilians? No, a battalion of Russian military. The whole battalion, tanks, oh, wow. the whole army, everything. Went over. They <laughs> just awesome. they would drive it in. They, well, they would they would be deployed there, so they were just driving along with all that stuff. And and I kept driving and, and contacted the Ukraine along the way and said, "No, we want to defect." And the Ukraine took them in, split them all up, and took them in. Wow. And they had all kind of intelligence. It was one of the reasons they got got hold of two generals. Like they've killed like twelve generals now. Wow. It's it's That's insane. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, every time somebody gets in charge, I wouldn't even want to be in charge of Ukraine war anymore. If, if they don't kill you, Putin's going to kill you. I mean, it's a dangerous I, I ass like job. It, I know you don't like it, but that just makes me like Zelensky that much more. I mean, if, if he's just, I mean, he's punking them out. He's killing their generals. And this, and this idiot, Putin, is still trying to gain ground. He's been fact. losing his ass the entire battle, the entire mm. war, and he just keeps on going. It's, it's time to pack it in, take your troops home, Put a Band-Aid on it, rub some dirt on it, and shut up and go home. And then say no more. You lost. And he just he won't give up. Iran says they are not ordering tax on America, Bloomberg. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. We wouldn't have blew your shit up if you weren't. 
And uh, and actually, we didn't blow you up. I don't understand what you just said. It says, Iran says it's not ordering attacks on the U.S. So one of the reasons we attacked the bases in Syria was because Iran was funding them to help them do attacks on us. But we haven't attacked anything in Iran. We haven't blown up anything in Iran yet. This was in Syria. This was in Syria. But Iran is saying they're not ordering the attacks. Because uh, U.S. So what? is saying they are. Happened yeah, in front so. of one of their bases. We attacked uh, those bases for a reason, right? This, this guy, and this guy here, you can see the worry in his face. He's thinking, shit. Did we say the wrong <laughs> thing? Did, did we just get America involved in this war? Uh, that's what he's thinking. Four Social Security shakeups from Biden that could impact your wallet by 2024. Oh, God, I hate you, Biden. I've never hated an American president before, but I think he's fast getting them on this. U.S. Chinese fighter jets risk collision with B 52 bomber. Oh, U.S. I read says, about that. I did read something like that. Yeah, Chinese, Chinese jets, huh? Where they, do we have a B 52 flying? Over to Korea? We've been, having, we've been flying B 52s around a lot lately. I think well, I know, but where it. were they flying? Were yeah. they over Korea or what? There were, there uh, were two China air there were two China jets, and then our F twenty twos came up like right next to them and they bailed. Yeah, but did, but we had so we that's what people don't realize. So we started even with Iranian drones. Now we actually fly fighters alongside them. So, but there's never a bomber going to be in the sky without a fighter escort. Yeah, without like five or six of them. Yeah, I mean, our enemies got to know that. I mean, unless they think they just got lucky or something. Uh, and the B-52 isn't completely, you know, defenseless. No, it, it does it's have not guns defenseless. on it, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it's got guns. It's got all kind of any other kind of bullshit. Electronics yeah. got some kind of EMP thing. It's got shielding. I mean. Yeah, it, it's, it's got it's, chaff. It's probably got some, uh, it may even have some decoys they can send out. You know? No, it does. It's got those heater ones. So if something, missiles being yeah, fired. Yeah, heated, 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 heated flares. Let's see. They're, yeah, they're definitely not defenseless, but they're usually going to have some type of fighter escort nearby. At least a squadron, if not two. I mean, because that's you know, B fifty two is like a two, a four or five billion dollar plane. Yeah, we don't we don't just let them fly around by themselves. So, uh, fighter. That's what fighters are designed for. To be originally, all fighters were designed to be escorts for our bombers. We just learned that we could use them for other things. <laughs> Yeah. We were like, wow, you know what? This, this, we can use these planes for other things. We don't just need to use them as fighters. We can, we can put we can missiles on them and shit. Airstrip, we can straight bombers this. on them. Yeah, I mean, they just, yeah, they we just put bombs on them. We put torpedoes on them. They, they, I mean, hell, uh, um, we, they probably would have done this in World War II if sonar had been around. But you know, we mostly, for the most part, dropped them off for our Navy helos. But they could have dropped, you know, sono buoys to like find ships underwater. All kinds. There's the platform of the airplane is one of the best. Military aircraft, military platforms, period, you can think of. Yeah, it is. Okay, let's put this on. I don't think there's any audio with this, but we're going to put it on. I say maybe there is. Nope, there isn't. Okay, there's a fighter jet. That's an F-22. Uh, no, they're saying that's a, that's a, they're saying that's a fighter jet, Chinese fighter jet. That's a Chinese that's a, fighter? It looks exactly like the F-22. Uh, well, yeah. It's an F-22, Joe. Is it okay? Because yeah. it's that's say, an F twenty two, Joe. It said the uh, or it's a dead on copy. It's, it's saying it's the Chinese fighter. Read the bottom down there. It looks exactly. It looks the silhouette is identical. Yeah, it's actually bigger than an F twenty two. The F twenty two, the one in the in the sky. It, the, the silhouette was I 
virtually identical. Now here, just read, you can read it as you go through the place. Okay, wait, oh, where did it go? Retired Master Sergeant what? Reed has a leak and needs to replace his soggy soap. Yes, sir. So this is the Chinese fighter jet right there. He's flying up close up to the side of us. He's got his windbreak on, too. Look how close he got. Now, where's our 22 at? Not even right, <coughs> apparently. Look how well we can see inside of his plane. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I guarantee you they didn't they they buffed this up before they released it to the public. Yeah, but still that looks that looks almost identical. I mean, it, maybe it's a kit bash, maybe because yeah, it looks like a hybrid between the F eighteen because it's got straight fins instead of angled fins in the back. And yeah, then I remember it, when the, the it doesn't the have Chinese... the back of thrust, but it's very very close. I mean, it's very slim. Yeah, I uh, remember when the plane came out originally. Because um, it was supposed to be stealth, it was supposed to be this, it's supposed to be that. Well, first off, the original engines they put in it left uh, smoke plumes for like miles, so you, you, yeah. it was ridiculous. You could see it. Plus, the smoke was given off when the radar was hitting it, so it was easy to find. Yeah, weather radar would pick it up absolutely. Yeah, so it was it was easy for them to find it, and then they've added new engines and all to it. But it's just it's not a comparison. It looks though, but think about it: the Russian jets look a lot like ours, and. You know, a matter of fact, the SLUs and most of them look like Tomcats or Hawks or something like that, F-18s. Um, yeah, this, the Soyuz line looks very American, but um, the other ones they have, the, what is, what's the other bigger bigger named ones they use? Um, Sikorsky's are their helicopters. <clears throat> yes. Their Sikorsky helicopter, the angles on their cockpits looks like we took from them and used it on our Blackhawks. Uh, their their Sukhoff brand... Um, planes look like our f-18 f-14s and f-15s and then the migs it's the mig brand those are the mm -hmm. ones that look like the f-18 f-8 uh yeah f-18 and f-19 uh, f uh, f-117s um they look like they copied our f-104 starfighters i mean name a plane that we made throughout history they made an identical copy of it they um no jack fa-18 is a is a fighter attack craft that's what the a stands for yeah FA8, yeah, that's that's just standard. That's the A means attack. And they replaced the A7 Corsairs. Yeah. They um and also the Tomcats eventually they replaced. Uh, three hostile drone attacks on Russian nuclear power plant. Oh shit. What? Yeah, somebody's getting hot. Where? What city? I don't know. I didn't, I'm, I'm gonna go back and check it in a minute. I love when they put these things up who's got the strongest military. And, uh, and you're always wondering who, right? No, I don't never actually wonder who. At least not right now, I don't. Oh, no, we got a lot of cool weapons coming out over the next couple of years. Um, let's see. Let's see if we can find out what cities these were attacking. Three hostile, three hostile drone attacks on Russian nuclear power plants. Uh, this is by Z News. According to Russian reports, Ukrainians apparently tried to attack a nuclear power plant in cross-border region of Russia using drones. I don't. The Ukrainians did that. I don't think the Ukrainians are trying to blow up a nuclear power plant. No, that, that would cost think, them support. I don't think Zelensky would be that stupid. No, besides they they have Chernobyl and they have another plant. They have actually have an active working plant in the Ukraine. So I don't I don't know yeah. why they would do that. 
Well, you know, it's one thing if they're trying to knock out the power plant, but if they're if they're getting around the reactor, which could cause a nuclear blast, the whole world's going to turn against their ass. And uh, but, so but the, the question is, how many Russian troops are near that nuclear power plant, and mm-hmm. and is that power plant, you know, providing electrical power to those troops attacking Ukraine? If it is, that's then in my opinion, it's a target. I wouldn't attack it. I don't think Zelensky would, but it makes it a a viable target if it's providing energy and resources to the Russian uh, uh, attack forces. <sighs> Operated the facility announced that on Thursday evening, an attack by three hostile drones took place on the cross nuclear power plant, but without any impact on the operation of the plant, the Russian military defense confirmed the incident, but did not uh, specifically mentioned that the attack targeted the nuclear power plant as reported by the German news. So I uh, see it might've just been after the, uh, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the turbines. Yeah. You can blow up the turbines on a nuclear power plant without blowing up the nuclear power plant. Hmm. Russia successfully delivers massive retaliatory nuclear strike by land, sea and air. What? What is this? Oh, this is some bullshit news. Okay. <laughs> well, I think we know if Russia was dropping nukes on our heads right now. I think it would, it would not be a fun thing. Russia successfully differs mad. No, Russia, uh, don't even. See, that's the problem. Their own news is blowing their asses up, don't realize they're going to get themselves killed. Um, I think Putin knows. Uh, Putin is using a new man distance from everybody. Wow, look at his table he's got. Everybody's sitting, man, nobody getting no way around me. You know, he was doing it last year when COVID went on. It got worse since then. Wow. Well, Putin, if you're sick, I don't blame you, dude. Israel unleashes airstrikes unprecedented scale across Gaza. Uh, How's it unprecedented? In what way? The amount of shit they're bombing. Yes, is it tw- no? I mean, I mean, isn't, it wasn't the Seventh Day War just as vicious? I mean, I remember videos of that when, you know, rockets and stuff flying across from for seven days straight or whatever. That that was pretty violent. Uh, look, we got, quickly, a, but. we got a new Su twenty seven. What's that? A Russian plane? I guess. Uh, I always get confused because the Swedes and them they got jets and they name them kind of close to like the Russians do. Because they had something close to Laskoisky and they got all kind of weird. This is just looks like a museum of some kind with all kind of jets and planes in it that most of I don't recognize. That's very weird. It must be uh, planes from different countries. Uh, Denise, no, we only got a few minutes. Why? What do you got? What do you mean? Okay. It, it first off, I don't know why Russia would just want to outright attack the United States. It, it would first off, it would do a lot of damage to their own country. We share trade wins. We share more trade wins with China, though. So nuking the U.S. is the same as nuking China. I don't know how Xi Jinping's going to feel about that. Yeah, because she she's not stupid. He knows if someone nukes America, he just nukes his own country. That's why he can't nuke us. Nuke at us is nuking yourself. Yeah, it just it just you know oh. What do you mean you don't believe that? Okay, how old are you? No, really, I, I don't get mad at me. How old are you? You're over 30? You don't remember the red dust from China all over America for like three years because it had gotten so dry over there because of the way they were they were doing their farming that all the dust had gone up into the air and was delivered all over the United States? Yeah, it went on for weeks. It was three years in a row. 
So just think if that was contaminated with radiation, what that would mean. Yes, we shared trade winds with them. Yeah, I know you think the ocean is enough to get rid of it, but it's not. It'll just fly right over the top of the ocean like it ain't even there. And next, wherever it rains, it will rain radioactivity on you. Don't take my word for it. Look it up. Uh, I'm, I'm safe where I'm at. Y'all can go blow. Y'all can go nuke each other all day long. I'm snuggling in a right good little place. We're safe too. Scoot off 27, Joe. Looks exactly like F 15. Oh, you looked at it. I know, Doug, but it's. it's, it's yeah. It, Here, hang on. So you can share it. Let me get you. I'll get you this. Let's see if I can get this page. Let me get to it. I think uh, I we're all can't. safe, to be honest with you. Oh, did you hear what uh, Sarah was that? That governor of Arkansas, man. She kicked China out of their farm. Did you hear that? Good. No, but I didn't, it's cool that she did it. I like that. How could be? She's mean. Yeah. Russian S4 reportedly destroyed, as Moscow says. Uh, Antax, uh, uh, oh, they blew up three of their missile defense systems. Damn, Ukraine's kicking ass over there. Yeah, that's why they're not <laughs> in the news. That's why they're not in the Go news. Zelensky. Yeah, he he knocked out three of their S four defense systems. Oh man, Russia, he's he's gonna leave y'all defensive. You better watch it. There's gonna be a big hole in your uh, missile the protection shield here pretty soon. If it isn't there already, hey Joe, there's a link over there in the private chat. Um, if you click on it, at the top there. is a it's a list of Russian Air Force fighter jets. Um, and there's not that many. Uh, four, seven. There's ten of them. Ten different models. If you see the show last, click less or show more. You can click that. But the Sukhoi Su of a Sukhov, I think it's pronounced in in Russian in English. Twenty seven looks exactly like the F fifteen. The 47 looks kind of like a, a F-104 Starfighter hybrid. I don't know. MiG-25 looks like an F-16. I'm trying to get them to blow up so I can put the whole picture in. MiG-29 looks like an F-18. I mean, it's, they're, they're almost all of their planes. Are, it's uncanny. They don't oh yeah, look. a lot of this. Well, look at their so, space when shuttle. World War II, when you look at World War II planes, if you look at the uh, if you look at the uh, English planes versus the American planes, you can tell the difference. Even though they're allies, if you look at the German planes versus the you know the Russian planes, you can tell the difference. They have different shapes to them. Yeah, These things look. Are. I mean, they look identical to the stuff we're, we're flying. See, that's like that looks like the f the um. It looks like the without, Firefox. Yeah, but without the this. Yeah, I know. Without these two fins, it looked like the F-18. It's, yeah, those two chimes, uh, yeah. Well, people, we don't we don't make the Russians do that. The Russians do whatever the hell they want. They, they That's their planes. See, this that, is what we were that. just F talking about. Yeah, F-16 right there. It's uh, these Russians, Russia always did like twin-engine, twin-tail planes. Uh, at least when we started doing them, they did. Yeah. No, the Phantom was a single wing, single tail. I'm sorry. Yeah, that F4 Phantom has one, one uh, think, set of fins back there. Yeah, you think of the time cat? What is their best plane they got right now? This one right here, the 47, and probably I said MiG 31 is probably the next next one down from that. Yeah. That's that's their top of the art, state of the art, beastified yeah. plane that they have right here. You look at the, the forward facing rear wings. Uh, Chines in the middle. It's got a chine coming from the cockpit and then going into two wider chines. Uh, is that two fins on top or is that one? It's hard to tell from here. 
Looks like it's two angled fins, so that might be like a Firefox F16, F22, you know, bastard child hybrid. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Number built. One. Really? That so is. it's experimental. Just no, one. it said uh, canceled. Oh. Well, I mean, look at it. Is it a night ops plane with a white nose cone? I mean, it would be shot. Be the first thing shot out of the sky at night. It's uh, it says canceled. Wow, they canceled it. Hmm. They probably so didn't. They didn't have the money to do it. Well, they probably didn't. Now this is sleek. This is a MiG thirty one. This is a beast of a plane. It's not really stealthy. If you look at no. it, it's it's an, basically a. Uh, a souped-up F-14 is basically what it is. F-15, yeah. really, because it's, it's... Is it carrier-based or land-only? Well, that's why I said F-15. You notice it's got solid wings. Well, people, the yeah. real difference between an Eagle and a Tomcat is the Tomcat's wings sweep because it's, yeah. it's on board an aircraft carrier, and F-15s are done. The F-15 belongs to the Air Force. Well, F-14 and then also, doesn't the 15 don't they also rotate up to go on carriers? Because I don't think the F-14 is carrier-based. Yeah, the F-14 is carrier-based. That's a time oh, it is. It's carrier-based. The F-15's not. That's the Eagle. The F-15 is the Eagle. That's the Air Force gotcha, version. Gotcha. Yeah, and I knew F-14 one was and one wasn't. It's, yeah. it's so hard to remember. Well, there's two things that are distinctive about the Tomcat. It's the only real jet, even today, that goes straight ballistic without stalling. Uh, the 35s yeah. are getting there, but the 35s have to, have to use vector thrust to get there. The Tomcat, mm-hmm. what it did was, is it would turn itself up, and just punch it, and then it would roll its wings in. It would sweep its wings in manually, by the way, and it would go what they call ballistic. It just looked like a ballistic missile going straight up into space. Yeah. Uh, and it actually could actually go into space. Of course, if it did, it would die because it couldn't control anything. But uh, There's they a would couple be- of cool videos of them doing that maneuver, and they do it. The, the film is from when the, when the plane pulls the maneuver. You see the, the undercarriage of the plane, and when it does this maneuver, after the wings fold back, it breaks the sound barrier. You see the cloud of smoke from where it breaks the sound barrier go around the bottom of the plane. It is super cool footage. Yeah, and that's the Nayago guys. That's the 34. Sukov 34. It's a, it looks First like an awkward maybe. plane. It looks awkward with all this crap yeah, on it. Mean, look at that. I don't know. Y'all better keep that thing and on the ground. It's blue. So is, is this a is this a carrier-based Navy plane? They I don't only know. have one carrier, don't they? Well, look at look at the look at the Actually, camo on top. They don't have any that's, carriers now. They don't have any look at the carriers. camo on top. That's ocean camo. So that's that's for if you fly above it, yeah, you think it's a part of the ocean. That's this is definitely, definitely ocean camo here. Yeah, they're that's navy carrier based. But they don't have they don't have no carriers anymore. So, well, they can still land on the ground. They don't have to. No, I'm just saying operate that on the carrier. <laughs> and so China's got two. Russia might still have one, but I think they they're retiring the one they have. Well, are they the, still are they still floating seventeens? Jesus Christ, we were knocking those out of the air in the eighties. Oh. Look at this little beast, man! This look. Guess cute. what that looks like. Now we had a plane. F eighty nine saber like jet. Yeah, we had one look just like this. So many Russian F eighty nine and F ninety saber jets. Guarantee you that's where they got that. Well, we just updated the Ukraine war. We've seen that Russia has made some progress, but the Ukrainians are trying to blow up. Well, according to the Germans, the Ukrainians are trying to blow up a nuclear power base and crush uh, crush Russia. It's K-R-U-S-K. Krusk. Krusk. Krusk, Russia. Yes, he says it with the Russian accent. Krusk. Krusk. Yes, Krusk. I know one thing, guys, and I'm going to tell you right now. What they're 
we ever get into a game where it has to deal with war, I'm going to go on Jay's side. All right, I'm going to just let, sit back and let Jay and Joe take care of all the, you know, all <laughs> kinds of other stuff. You know, I'll just sit here and I'll be like, okay, go ahead, do it. Yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad we're not more famous. Maybe me and Joe could scare the rest of the planet into you know calming down and stopping all their conflict. They need. You know? they we're, need we're, we're not mean, but you know, in the end, I mean, we we'll we, get the job done. In the end, the world just needs to ban communism. The UN just needs to one day say, okay, you know what, communism is illegal in the world. And we're going to do away with it. So you can either change your government, or we're going to change it for you. China yeah, might buck. Have buck we done in. that with any other? We didn't do that with Nazism. We didn't ban it. I mean, I don't think we. Well, it, it's kind of banned. It's it's kind of banned. I mean, uh, Germany, Germany, like banned the whole. I mean, you you, you can't have like you know World I mean, War II memorabilia. Germany was banned itself until just recently. So was Japan, for that matter. Yeah, well, so was, okay. Well, so at the, 50 Virginia, years ago, they probably were. Yeah, so I'll, no, I'll no, give no. you that. So at the Treaty of Versailles, both China, Japan and Russia surrendered unconditionally to the United States. That means they yeah. weren't even governments. Yeah, people, you ought to know that, did you? No, you know, until just recently, they weren't even allowed to have a military until just recently the United States yeah. said, okay, we're going to go back and let you We should learn lessons after World War One and World War II, yeah. you fucking Nazis. But we're going to go ahead and, and go ahead and try to trust y'all not to try to take Europe over again. For the I think we're pretty time. good with Japan. I mean, Japan is the size of New Jersey or smaller. Michigan, Japan, like they took over America. What are you talking about? They did <laughs> not. Is, they, they, they didn't even come. When did they step? They stepped zero feet on actual American soil. They sunk an entire fleet. They sucker punched a bunch of people at uh, in their beds at seven in the morning and blew up a bunch of b boats on the sh on the on the shore. Plus, it, they that's, they were hurting us in the south. They were that's they were cheating. Us. Even even by the treaties of Versailles and and other you until, know war packs until the battle there, of Midway. That's cheating until the battle of Midway. We were getting our asses kicked everywhere we went. And uh, finally, we got Still. to carry a group together. And we got lucky, by the way. Just put you out on note, ladies. Midway was a strange little thing. Midway was 100% luck. Yeah, we could have went either way. The, the, the they call them strawberries. They were just their planes out looking around is what they're doing. The PBYs, yeah, the, the yeah, so um, pontoon boats. One guy got lucky. We seen them before they seen us, which means we got our planes yeah. off first. And uh, we caught a lot of their planes on their deck. So... Uh, it was, the, it was but the weird. only problem was that, that on top of that, after that guy said say he saw the the Russian the, or the Japanese fleet, uh, he was so excited. All he said was he seen a main body of Japanese fleet, but he gave no direction. So they had to guess from his call letters where yeah, well, he, where that. his patrol route was, where his flight path was, where he was supposed to be, where he should be, where he could have been, and they had to guess. When they sent the, the planes out, so there was, there's five or six squadrons out there looking for this same group, and they were almost all of them. All of these squadrons were at the end of their no return. They have a P, PNR point of no return where they have to turn around or they're going to sink their plane. So they have only so much gas to go out and come back. Yeah. They were at that point when the first group saw the Japanese uh, boats, and then all hell broke loose. But most of those planes did not return. Because they were a at the end of their gas run, and they they had some of them expended some of their ammunition before they got into attack range. They had some uh, new uh, electronic devices to arm the the bombs and 
missiles and weapon systems on their on their planes. And when they turned those on, the bombs fell off yeah, way before that. they got to the fleet. So they were, had no weapons. They had very little fuel left. They barely got the job done, and half of our planes never came back. And, and think about it. So this is what you get, people. So you know, most of our planes were still carrier-based. So we send these out. They find us. So we start launching planes after that, just plane after plane. So by the time the Japanese knew what was happening, all of our planes were in the air, but not all of theirs were. So <coughs> we got lucky. Two they of their carries on the deck with ordnance yeah. attached to them. Two of their carries. We got Some lucky. Up. Caught them with their britches down. Just tore the decks off their boats. But even with that, they still managed to decks. blow the tide, the entire deck off of the Yorktown. Didn't sink it. Yeah. But blew the entire deck off the Yorktown, which was a carrier. They, the they time, actually so. brought the Yorktown up from the Battle of Coral Sea, which was a few days or like a week or so, or eight, eight, 10, 12 days late earlier. And the, the Japanese had already thought. The Yorktown was sunk because the 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 Navy, the U.S. Navy, had called out that they it was done. They were they were probably going to scuttle it, and the, the Yorktown was done. Uh, but somehow they managed to salvage it, but they didn't tell anybody. And five six days after they found out uh, Pearl uh, in Pearl Harbor that they were going to attack Midway, this boat shows up out of the clear blue sky. They give them seventy two hours to patch the holes in it, and it yep, went back to that battle. So this, this ship was almost sunk three times and they finally and the, sunk and the it at the end of the it, the majority of its planes survived they just had to land on different carriers you know it's or a, on midway yeah. um and then we we also yeah because when when they brought it into pearl most of its planes they offloaded onto the land uh land-based airborne air airfields and they sent most of the squadrons from yorktown to midway so midway was overpacked with fighter planes they sent like eight or nine squadrons in the days but before it also the, the shows you attack. something. No ship of the Japanese ever got close enough to one of our carriers to do damage. Only thing Never they could get close them. to our carriers was their planes. And trust me, yep. we were shooting them down, and, and I was they were they were uh, destroyers and all pulling in front of the carrier to take the hits. I mean, they and were just it was insane. Here's another interesting thing. You know, this is very cool. I don't think people know this, but uh, one of the commanders of the um, fighter bombers. Um, McConnell, McConnell, I don't remember his last name. One or two of the fighters from that his uh, squadron, um, the ones particularly who dropped their bombs by mistake before they got into weapons range, uh, he was the first kamikaze because uh, he he actually strafed and tried to dive bomb the ship, and not lengthwise, which would be a little easier, but broadside where all their anti aircraft guns are focused, and he. Well, he died, but his plane hit the uh, the craft he was attacking and caused even more damage and helped it go down. So the first kamikaze attack of World War II, we did it. Yes, it was. It was. I've never it, seen you like this, Jay. It's, it's, yeah, it's insane, I, I've studied man. Midway extensively, Sean, extensively. Yeah, Midway World War II is one of my favorite things when I was young, but. Yeah, uh, Midway was the, was the turning point for me, but I know both sides fairly well. I'm, I'm not an expert, but I, it's fascinating stuff. After after World after Midway, the Japanese were on their back foot the rest of the time. Uh, even yeah. though we they lost massive all amounts, the way of, yeah, we lost until, massive amounts of troops, massive where, amounts where, of planes. When did the um, when did when did the battleship Yamato get sunk? It was like right before the end. It was one of the very last things. Mm, Solomon's maybe. Some are some are way over there above Australia. I mean, they they were just they were 
just we lost decimated. a lot of people taking them islands back. Man. They lost they lost their number one admiral at Midway. They lost all four of they lost their two major carriers and two smaller carriers. Yep. Plus they lost uh, seven or eight or nine. I think the total was like 15, 16 ships they lost altogether. So a lot of smaller, like you know, the tender ships and things that are you know the ones that are slow that they can catch up to for Pearl Harbor is what it was, but it yeah. Was, and then basically, it was basically payback for Pearl Harbor, no question. Absolutely no question. Their, and then after that, Doolittle and their boys got together and put Air Force bombers on a carrier and sailed them across. Doolittle's before this. I think Doolittle's before this. He might have been. Doolittle's June. I think Doolittle happens in June. No, I think you're right. I think he was before. And and I think the reason, I think part of the reason for them going after Midway was the fact that they they were 100% certain that that there's no way we could do a bombing raid on Japan's homeland. And then we did it. And then then, uh, Midway happened. So. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting. But you know, Japan had to get work. Once we struck Japan's homeland, it had to bother them. But then, you know, we, yeah. we lost all of those planes and half those pots. But you know, who saved their asses was the Chinese. They yeah, didn't the provinces where where most of Doolittle's guys who who made it got to. Yeah, and they and the Chinese saved them. So it's oh, just really? they were, they were yeah. believe it or not, they were our allies. They were in our World allies. War II. Yeah, we had troops in Kwantan and what's the other the other big territory right behind it? It's like the middle of China. We had um, uh, air, I don't know if they're air force bases or any army bases, definitely uh, to help protect them throughout the war. And then I don't think they were ever taken over by either Russia or no Japan. Else. Japan Japan conquered them to an extent because there was no. The, they, they got they never got into Kwantan. They got into um, Manchuria, which they renamed Manchukuo. Uh, well, they the, they took the, a lot of provinces because they were they were yeah, getting along uh, the shore. Yeah, they did. Yeah, along the shore. Yeah. Tung centrally located. It's way in the middle of the country. But the reason they, they were winning was is there was no fighting on the land. So what happened mm-hmm. was is every time the Japanese would land, they were offering food for for guns basically. So the Japanese were offering bowls of rice for your guns. The Chinese hadn't eaten in weeks. Some hadn't eaten months. So they were trading their China. And of course, they were being put in prison after that. But uh, they they took a lot of territory, work, right? Now, or put to work, yeah. But uh, they took a lot of territory that way, and and that's what yeah. would happen today if if China got into war and it got cut off. It would only be a matter of months before they'd be starving there, and yeah. in a year, most of the country would be in, in such a position they couldn't even fight. They they uh, have that, a very very long coastline, but you cut them off from that, and you cut them off on the Russian side. I mean, but they but resources. the problem is is very limited resources within their own they, country. They have limited fresh water in their country. They have hardly no fuel at all in their country. They've got limited food, and if you start bombing everything, they're going to even have more limited food. As far as coastal food goes, you're not going to be able to put any boats out on the coast because the military will be sinking them uh, and just taking out civilians left and right. So you're going to starve. Just like they did in World War II, they're going to starve. Just like they did in World War I, they're going to starve. They, they should be well known for starving. So it's not that hard to cut off a country like China. Um, now, maybe they could get Russia to help them out, or maybe they could try to invade Russia uh, to offset, but that's not going to work. I mean, well, I mean, just think about also just square footage-wise. The, lar- the longer your borders are, the harder it is to defend against. I mean, sure, you got a lot of people, but yeah, do the... Do the Chinese citizens are they allowed to purchase handguns and rifles and shotguns? I don't know, but if they're not, which they probably aren't, they're not. Um, it's not like you know if you try to if if America was is where China is now and we had 
even just our 400 million people that we do have, you know, on average. We're the only uh, place in the world. Even all the guns we have defending that territory because the, the borders are just so long. Well, we, we, we just and, have to have so many people to, to patrol that much territory. Well, we're the only place Think in the up. world where at least 280 million of us have shot a gun. The only place in the world. China and India, most people don't even know what a freaking gun is. Even Europe's getting to the point where they don't even hunt anymore. So America just, we still hunt. We have a big, t- and, and trying to take America by foot is suicide. Yeah, Plain you know, suicide. Yeah, you're never going to, you know, uh, it, it's just there's too many diverse areas in our country and too many people are going to know them too well. Uh, you just, you know, you think Afghanistan was a nightmare, Vietnam was a nightmare. We're going to show you what a nightmare is. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not, you know, you can blow up some cities, maybe take New York and LA, but the rest of the country is off going to be off limits. And of course, if you do take them countries, we're going to want to take them back. So it's a tough one. It's, it's, it's a tough, I mean, China and Russia a decade from now, if they kept building their military and they wanted to do an outright attack, they could. But then they'd have would, to team up. They couldn't do it individually. No, they couldn't. But we would probably use tactical nukes on their ass if they got too close to our country. So uh, that's what people don't realize. Somebody said the other day, "Well, they just run up on us." I said, "Yeah, we just drop a two ton, a, a two kiloton nuke on their fleet, and it's gone." And they're like, "Oh shit, that's right." I said, "Yeah, it's gone. The whole fleet." They're like, "Oh shit." I'm like, "Yeah, well, they can shoot it down." I said, "Well, we'll just shoot a dozen, two dozen at them, and they'll just explode as they get close. I, they don't even have to get there." They may have some capacity, but but a nuclear nuclear missiles explode so high above the the target zone, particularly a tactical nuclear weapon. Mm-hmm. It's not like not like Nagasaki where it blew up what a thousand feet, two thousand feet above the city. We're talking you know six seven thousand feet where it explodes. It can, it can explode that high up where you can't send a missile, or you can't get a missile to it fast enough. By the time it explodes, whatever's below it is incinerated. So but they I don't mean, even do. That. I mean, we got. I don't think we got. We got cruise missiles that can fly at 250 feet that are stealth, uh, so we can we, just. Send we got them tomahawk T limbs that can that can like basically like follow the contour of the given waves. Oh yeah, I've seen I've seen ocean. them. So that you've seen went, yeah, they're they're land attack missiles, but they can they can follow the contour of the ocean to like like you know one micron. Well, when and Trump, you won't see when it. Trump it's your boat whole, in the middle. Boom, you're done. Even well, if it isn't nuclear, boom, you're done. When Trump sorry, emptied that whole nuclear, when Trump emptied that whole submarine full of missiles, you got to see how they were because they half of them they didn't even know where they were. Everybody was panicking because no, you couldn't find them. They were flying all over the place, and they were taking their targets out left and right, left and right, left and right. I mean, they're just beastified. We we've we've got the we've got the big subs now. What are those? What are those ones that they have? Uh, they have uh, sixteen tubes vertical, uh, eight tubes horizontal. So they got eight. Uh, torpedo tubes, and then these torpedo tubes, they can also send out, um, there is a torpedo-launched Tomahawk-style missile, and Tomahawk is a, a small size, but it can be intercontinental if you're close enough. Yeah, to it's, a, it's, it's, a, well, it's a cruise <laughs> missile. Well, cruise it's a cruise missile, missile right. Think, Tomahawk is a cruise missile. Good. They can shoot them from the torpedoes, and then they also have 16 stacks that they can shoot 16 more. Yeah. So think about that. That's that's uh, th- at least uh, 16, that's 32. No, it's 16 plus 8, 24. 24. 24 cruise missiles launched at once. And then each of those missiles, if they want to be, could be multi-tipped. So they could each all be nuclear, and then each of them have 2, 3, 5, 6, 12, 15 more warheads that pop out and go to other targets. 
our, our see our sub force is unbelievably overwhelming for most militaries on this country. Oh, on here we go. Technology surprise or China, Russia ahead of the U.S. and UFO retrieval research. You know, it amazes me and that everybody thinks. Well, it just just cracks me up. So people just think UFOs just come here and fly out the effing sky. I mean, first <laughs> off, if if this was true, let's just say like Dave, what is that crash guy that did in front of Congress said seventy two of them. Yeah, crashed. David Gorish or whatever. Yeah, seventy two of them crashed. Uh, and every time I hear his name, I want to think of David Koresh, you know, the, the guy who- We anyway. don't even have 72. I think we have like 15 or 14. So it's but, an odd but number. The, so the problem is, is one, we're not going to shoot. I don't care. Anybody says you're not shooting down a craft that can go light speed through space. It's not going to happen. Somebody, well, you were using MPS said you do realize that electrical mag- magnetical fields in space are much larger than anything we can produce here on Earth. Right. So, so stuff bullshit. coming off the sun would kill your watches. And yeah. Stuff. So uh, 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 the the type of energy fields are much stronger than any kind of lightning that can, we can produce on this planet. I said yeah. even a laser that we can produce is not going to knock these craft down. And think if we, you we do, also know they have shields. They have electronic shields too, Joe. And, and, what they, the, and I don't know if it was the Roswell craft, but one of the craft they found, they went to touch it and they couldn't, but something prevented them from actually physically contacting the so, skin of the craft because it had an electronic shield around it. So what is it? So why wouldn't they attack us back? And if you were taking their citizens for sure, why wouldn't they attack us back? And if they knew they couldn't fly here and every time they came through the portal, they were going to crash, they would just stop coming here. But they've been mm-hmm. coming here for thousands of years, so we know this is bullshit. Um, and then there's the other thing. Why wouldn't they come retrieve their stuff? We would go retrieve ours. We wouldn't let we China know some have Sag Harbor. Well, that's what I'm saying. So why wouldn't they? And Shag Harbor wasn't a shoot down. Shag Harbor was something that happened to the craft on its own. Uh, some yeah. kind of internal malfunction or whatever it was. Well, there's also allegedly they're they're mm-hmm. at war with another species, so it could have it could have been damaged. You know, say at Jupiter, and flown here to get you know to hide while their friends came. We don't know the situation, but it appears that one of their craft, either from internal malfunction or perhaps external malfunction, maybe they but hit a meteorite. Maybe they're, races they're that can sorry and brandy or whatever, but they crashed into in the in the water and stayed there for a week until they had repairs done. Yeah, by and the was, I, I talked. I talked with several divers that were there while it was going on. Um, yeah. I actually talked talk, talk to George and everybody because there was a whole a whole diving group that was there from there was the, uh, the, they the, would. Both, both Canadian and U.S. Navy sent people there with, like, you know, deep submersible rescue teams to go help. They, well, didn't they, know tried, they tried to send the sub at first, but the sub ran into some mm-hmm. kind of barrier. And it didn't damage the sub, but it, it kept it from going any further. So then they said, okay, that's not going to work. So then they put some support on the top. When they could get on top of it, but they still couldn't get around it, they could only get certain distance to each craft. And when the other craft came up, it just it didn't harm any humans. And they, they could swim around the barrier, whatever the shield was around them. And uh, they got lots of pictures and watch it, you know, but, and they watched something being transferred between the craft, but they never knew what it was. And uh, this thing, this, yeah, so this, so this is some of the top Navy submarines and ships were there, but they couldn't do anything to them. But yet somehow or another, some guy, and the thing about the Koresh guy is he's never seen any. Now he says. Yeah, he's not a UFO experiencer. He said 72 recovered crash retrievals or shot downs and, and a couple of hundred aliens. I'm like you're on in, in China. I mean, I find that hard. I mean, I don't well, think this, we even this have is, that. This is us. That's no. This is us. He's saying. 
Oh, then, uh, guys, I gotta go, man. It's one o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, oh, get out of here, baby. Oh, we're, yes. we're wrapping up anyway in two minutes, so get on out of here. Oh, baby. you are okay. I'll wait the two minutes. Yeah. So anyway, so I mean, I mean, there's just yeah, there's no way we're, we we don't make that kind of crashes, all right? And we're ignorant. We're not traveling advanced craft that can cross through the cosmos. We got little rockets made out of aluminum, and we're not crashing. Yeah, allegedly, their their craft can go in and out of our ocean, in and out of our atmosphere, in and out of outer space, in and out of inner space. In and it's out of highly the, like, it's highly not unlikely just the chromosphere, but the photosphere of the sun. They can go into the it's sun just, that's on fire. It's just highly unlikely we we're going to have. Any, yeah, it's highly unlikely we're going to have any kind of technology that's going to phase them in any any way. And this was actually Stephen Greer's thing about the portals. He said because he's been trying to push this portal, they all come through portals. They come through another dimension. Is what he's trying to say, and that's why they keep crashing because every time they come through the dimension, it messes up their crash. Okay. They've come Maybe through they're disoriented, whatever. Yeah. So, but, okay, but they've been coming through for ten thousand years. You think they would have fixed yeah. that by now? They would have. Uh, yeah, they should have had yeah, some way so, to fix so, it. But we got to go, guys. Uh, don't forget to check out Sean. He's now on Mondays, and you can go hang out what? with him and see what he is. Yes, he, he got moved to Mondays. I guess Michelle ain't told him yet. <laughs> um, but I anyway, got moved to Monday. No, you didn't. But you got a new show opening for you pretty soon. Oh, good. Who? Who? Uh, don't ask me. You got to ask Michelle and stuff. Like, I know oh, that stuff. Michelle's in charge of all that. Yeah. You yeah, know, she, she, she just tells night, me though. stuff. She just tells me stuff, and I just listen. See, we don't work here, Sean. They don't, so they don't tell us anything, especially That's Joe. Right. Why would yeah, you tell I'm, him? Yeah. He's only Somebody in charge of Somebody the other day goes, the girl goes, but you can tell her what you want on your network. I said, no, she's the boss. And they're like, but you own it. I said, but she's the boss, man. I said, I ain't telling yeah, her I shit. I'm like, I said, everybody. Be good, man. Y'all be sure to check him out on Tuesdays. Jay and I are here on Friday, so you can always harass us. Sometimes Jay joins me on Wednesdays when he's not working. Um, you know, well, we're back live now on Wednesdays, people, so y'all can come join us anytime y'all want. Oh, really? Cool. Yes, yeah, so we're back. You, anybody, it doesn't matter. So, you know, we're, we're back doing the thing on, on there. I hope everybody enjoyed So we got a lot of news out tonight, a lot of good stuff, a lot of feedback yeah. tonight, too. I like a lot of feedback. We, we covered the same story a couple of times, but, I mean, they're right there. They're brand new, and, they, and they're not <clears> – <throat> They bode very, very terrible potents to come. It's, it's, it's well, very scary times. You know, when you're doing three hours like we are, so it allows us to crisscross over some stuff we've carried, covered this week or covered last week, stuff that's pertinent to what we're doing or talking about. Uh, no, Denise, I mean, it's um, we're here Fridays. Jay can't, Jay's, Jay's been with us a while now because he's been out on vacation. and uh, but he, I, you know, I've been on a temporary leave of absence from work for a medical injury. So, yes. <laughs> And 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 he's got a harem at his house, so that's why we don't get to see him as much. But uh, no, he'll—I just was telling you because he'll be with us. And he that's won't why I'm only available us. Friday nights. All the girls are asleep right now. That's right. <laughs> so, um, y'all are insane people. <laughs> but he's not with us all Fridays because when he goes back to regular work, sometimes they make him work on Friday. Yeah. I don't know because they're beasts like that. What can I say? Yeah, I will. I will I know, maybe y'all should write a petition. Monday, so, well, I'll let you know what t- this week's schedule like. What I'm, if I'm free Wednesday yeah. or Friday? But you'll definitely yeah, know. Y'all, y'all, y'all write a petition to his work and say he can't work on Friday nights. Don't get the board fired. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> petition. Yeah, it'd be Lowe's store 228. <laughs> yeah, Lowe's, Lowe's. Uh, what do you mean? I do a lot of business with Lowe's. Carl, what are you talking about? Yeah. I do a lot of business with both. Well, but it goes people, to Lowe's and Home Depot. There are only three hardware stores in the entire country national brand stores it's it's home depot lowe's and uh a true value and then you have your mom and pop shops most of your mom and pop shops are franchised as true value yeah that's true 
they got a couple. They got a new, new, new ones that's trying to displace Home Depot and Lowe's. We'll see how that Harbor goes. Freight, yeah, yeah, Harbor Freight. Yeah, Harbor Freight ain't gonna do. Harbor Freight's just. But they don't have the contractor. They don't have the contractor no, business. No, no, they. There's just mm-hmm. there's, a, there's another company that's gonna be just like it. It's in yellow or something. I just seen them recently. They got they got lumber and drywall because I mean yeah, Harbor Freight's trying yeah. to you know trying to, yeah. but they don't have the lumber yard. They don't have the drywall. Well, the I don't I don't like Harbor Freight, Freight anyway because half their products are okay and other half products are just garbage. Yeah, uh, agreed, agreed. But um, I mean, some of the stuff's good. People, the not, I can't afford Lowe's and Home Depot, so yeah. they're the Walmart of of the uh, construction industry. That yeah. I give you. No, some of the stuff. Some of the stuff you get from Harbor Rate is fine, but you got to be careful because a lot of it's Chinese made and you have issues with it. And for, for example, I need I need a tool for one for one reason and one reason only, and that is I bought a Saurian brandy bottle from Star Trek that has that weird wooden stopper on it, but the cork fell out of it. So I've I've cored out where the cork was, but it's not deep enough to put in a fresh cork to repair it. So I need a Dremel to core out make the hole a little bit deeper so it'll hold the cork without it breaking in the hat in half the next time. And I need a Dremel for that. Well, they have one for $9 and 99 cents. It's out of stock at my local store, but it, it comes with the tool. It plugs in. So it's not rechargeable. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? It's got 80 tools with it. It's got 80 attachments that I can put in to cut this wooden bottle top out and repair it. And then I'll have my own captain Kirk. I, I'm going to go rape my yeoman evil Kirk. Liquor bottle. <laughs> uh, hold on, Frank. I'll get but the, but the tool is there. It's ten bucks. You go to anywhere else. One of those tools is forty dollars. Think about it. You should have asked me when the other Jay was still here. Old Sean Kelly. Yeah. Um. Somebody asked me that yesterday. It's, I got a letter. He said, "Joe, I, you keep saying the Triple J's, but isn't that a guy named Sean?" I said, "No, his name's Jack." And they wrote yeah. back to him. He said, no, but I've heard you, Sean. I said, his name's Jack. I said, come on the show on Monday night. I mean, on Friday night and see. And they wrote to me. He said, well, it does say Jack. I'm like, he's getting assholes. Yes, it does say Jack, people. It's it's Sean. It's Sean the Jack Man Kelly now. Yes. Well, you, what do you mean? The Emily girl, if she comes back, she'll have to be Jane. Yeah. Yeah. Or yes. Jennifer. Or Jennifer. Yeah. Or, or there jerk. are girls called Johnny. It could, be, it could be jerk. So, you know. There, there are women called Johnny. I know a lady yes. I used to work with called Johnny. So Jasmine, I don't know Jay. Just lots of names. Uh, well, no, it didn't be the Quad Jays. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or the what are you talking about? Eight hosts. Why would we, we, we want eight hosts? We could be the J squared squared. Hmm. It'd be a little strange. But we got to go, well, guys. We're already square enough, I think. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, I'm going to find some pizza after I get off the air, which I hope everybody enjoyed the show tonight. Any moans, groans, bitches, or complaints, please write to Michelle DeRoche. Uh, address Hey Crazy Woman. Joe said to write to you. And uh, yes, that's how you got to do it. No, if you don't say Crazy Woman, she'll ignore you. Yes, no, she won't hurt you. She does know some voodoo. She'll yell at you probably, but she won't she, hurt you. She, she knows a little voodoo, or she might sick a, a, a Amelia on her. Amelia knows some voodoo too, so you better watch out. No, they don't know voodoo. They're from Canada, people. How would they know voodoo? <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> I'm the one who knows the voodoo dummies. She could, she could be transplanted from Jamaica. You don't know. Mm, she could be a Jamaican. Oh, I don't know. We're, not, <laughs> we're not even going there. We got to go, guys and girls. Thanks again for tuning in to United Public Radio News on the flip side with Jay, Joe, and Jack. 
don't forget, you can catch us on different shows. You can catch Jay on, on Church of Mavis with the crazy Jeffrey Pritchett. He's here with us Friday nights a lot of times. You might catch him on Wednesday with me. And then, of course, Jay, our Sean, is on Tuesday. So be sure to catch him and uh, enjoy all the shows. And again, any moans, gripes, bitches, or complaints about any of us, write to Michelle DeRoche. Please address attention, Michelle DeRoche. <laughs> no good night. <laughs> and I'll see y'all next week. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, and don't forget the Halloween party, too.